shame when I leave a little bit of you left as long as you stay down. Stay down. Hey! Oh, tell me he's not talking. You haven't broke me, Taker! You haven't broke me! Ricochet's getting back up. I'm still standing. Oh, God. No, you're not. Cut the mic off. Go from the ropes, I'm standing. Cut the damn mic off. That's enough. Yeah. AJ Styles demanded that Ricochet stay down, and this is defiance from a United States champion. And Styles, don't do it. Got nothing to prove. With a phenomenal forearm and a statement again. This week is the one week we won't encourage big meaty men slapping meat. You gotta protect yourself from that coronavirus, boys. <laughs> Which we survived. Well, we said last week might have been the last episode. We managed to get one more week out of it. Yes, I, one more. I do but love slapping meat, though. <laughs> and it Fitz was only. Back it was only st- hey, Fitz. Oh, do you know what I forgot to do before we did this to make it sound really unprofessional? And do this that no one knows what I did and now everything will be fine lads how Yay. are you great day Fitz, for the parish. you survived coronavirus we did we did I think or else I'm dead and this is all a dream or else I'm in an episode of Lost I don't know you don't know it was was it just so you could be you know you'd say you'll, you'll power through just to see the royals only to like a double Gosh. agent infect them with coronavirus look at when my good dear friends William and Catherine decided to grace our presence <laughs> over here in the Emerald Isle. I had to make it my business to be available to meet them and have some afternoon delight with them. You know, yes, of course. A- afternoon delight. That's that's Ooh, a bit different. Like. Uh, a little bit of tiffin, you know. <laughs> I didn't think the Queen allowed them to do that sort of thing. <laughs> well, the Queen's mad for it as well. Oh, Loves the afternoon delight, so is the Queen. <laughs> The Queen is in gentleman. Bit ninety. <laughs> as long as they're cousins, the Windsors are into anything, you know. Oh, 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 sure. Keep it in the family. Keep it. In the family. It's funny. Kira started watching. Uh, there was a documentary on Netflix about uh, Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. So she watched. Like, well, to be fair, I kind of got hooked into it as well. I, sta- I I stayed there and watched the final two episodes. And then I came over from work the other night, and she was watching The Crown, which is more royal shite. And then I go to work on Thursday and I'm told I have to walk the whole way around the docks because of some pricks. I'm like, why, why are, what is with the Windsors affecting my life this week? What did I do to them? I'm like, fucking, just the fucking tans. I find again. it absolutely fascinating. People's fascination with the royals. Yeah, it's weird. Like, not just, like, obviously it's, it's a very British thing. You know, the royals over there, they're... They're a mainstay of society. They're polarizing to a large degree as well. But outside of the UK, so many people are fascinated with them. As you can Americans see, like the, love them. yeah, mm-hmm. the streets in Galway blocked off for the third or the second in line of the throne and his wife. Like it was, it was mm-hmm. just weird to see and people queuing up since eight o'clock, driving down from Mayo, your dearly departed county and turncoats. Uh, yeah, queuing up Irish people waving Union Jacks and uh, oh, that was the weirdest that, thing. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know if they were yeah. Irish. I think I feel like they were English, most yeah, likely. Or they're or they're really mental. Like you know those weird 
utter paedophiles that show up outside the hospital when <laughs> one of them has a kid and they're waving like a baby like a doll you'd buy in in a toy shop and they've painted it with the union jack those utter paedophiles <laughs> it had that bit of a vibe so maybe they're just nutcases there's plenty of nutcases around Galway lads it's uh, to be fair like and I, I haven't seen the documentary on the princess I actually it's probably something I do want to watch because I'm fascinated by her particularly her involvement with the royals it's not bad I will say you know she she definitely isn't one of them or wasn't mm-hmm. one of them and I think that uh, the reason why William and Kate are so popular is that they very much followed that ilk and they, they followed the, the role of Princess Di rather than the traditional monarch and you know someone who looks down on people Kate is extremely personable even in everything she was doing the fact that she was playing a little bit of Camogie and Hurling with the lads out in Salt Hill the little things you can just see that she's a genuinely nice person they both hit a, a slitter better than uh, Lee Bragger did as well there, poor old Leo yeah. <laughs> you imagine that he'd be used to hitting balls like well, hey <laughs> Oh, boys. Um, Terrible jokes for the win. Ah, look, it works. It works. Speaking uh, of jokes for the win. Well, hey. Hey, can I, can I make a really awkward segue? Speaking of queens. It's time for <laughs> Bella Brains. <laughs> Shocking segue. <laughs> okay, before you start, I don't have, I don't have a can to open, but I'm going to uh, shake my whiskey glass. I also have a bottle I forgot to open it on air fuck <laughs> disaster anyway you can be assured that we are well underway yes I am definitely uh, not drinking water good choice I wish I was drinking water <laughs> Brie and Nikki Bella show off their pregnancy glows at lunch in LA that's the update for this week on wow. Bella Brains big day big day for TMZ like the fact that they're with child like does that double their brain power or Hmm. What what's the impact on the Bella Brains? I think the literally. brain power is split between two now, so it just halves. It's like ah. they've halved and you have to factor in in the phenomenon known as pregnancy brain. Oh, okay, ba- Actually, baby brain, I believe they call so it. So are they? In Brie already brain lost half of hers. Brie is down to a turn now because she lost half already. So suicide uh-huh. dives. Yeah. Oh yeah. So they're in Ooh. negative brain power right now. Yeah. Bella Brains. But yeah, um, the coronavirus is going to kill us all by this time next week. So this is the second attempt at the coronavirus go home show. It's in it's in Clare, which is right beside Galway. So Apparently, we're, it's we're, in Galway. We're in the firing line. Well, there's the rumor. There's what rumors school, have you heard? There's a school outside the city closed down because mm-hmm. of uh, fears. Oh, really? some, someone in sixth year apparently. Uh, uh, Crawhall. So that's what uh, 16, 17 year old kid or something. Mm. Uh, there's the rumor the old, the old skiing trips to uh, uh, engage yes of course there's the rumor of a local fancy ass hotel with two Italian residents who had it as well I haven't seen much of it but I've heard enough to think maybe it's happened I don't know but um, it's definitely in Galway it's mad so that the fucking the four down in clear one of whom was a doctor who decided to go into the hospital and work for a 24-hour shift or 12-hour shift, as well as being in the emergency department and other departments as well, without thinking, hang on a second, I've just come back from northern Italy, I'm a medical profession, I should probably get checked just in case I don't want to infect other sick people. (sighs) Yep, there's somebody, there's a tweet that's going around, that's going viral, I saw it there on the way home. Um, Some reporter for, like, whatever... 
KQB, New Orleans or some shite, was in northern uh, northern Italy. And she came back, she said, I came through X, Y, and Z airport and I wasn't screened. They knew I came from northern Italy and blah, blah, blah. And all the replies are, well, don't fucking go to work, you clown. <laughs> like, Why are you tweeting about this? Burn your phone. You're, you're infected. <laughs> Do you know the funny thing about all this, right? It, it's fairly widely accepted. This, this is on a level playing field with the common flu. I think most people would accept that, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, it affects people the same as a common flu. But yet, oh, and I don't know if this is just an Irish thing or if it's an international thing. When you have the flu, you still go to work. You still go to do the normal things. When you probably shouldn't. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've got the flu, you really should stay at home and get yourself right. So the thing why... is, that's if you have the proper flu. A lot of people here call it flu, but it's just a mm-hmm. bit of a, co- a bit of a cold. Like, yeah. Oh, no, I mean like full-on flu. Yeah, if you have full-on flu, you're not going anywhere. You shouldn't, is the point I'm making. Mm. But people still do, because yeah. they're idiots, and that's how shit gets spread. Yep. Um, so the coronavirus is going to eat us. Like what? We've a what's the negative equity on beds in hospitals at the moment? Two thousand or some shite. Uh, sure, a, don't we all have a bed in our own home? <laughs> we're all a bit fucked now. The country is going to be swallowed whole by this. Might be the last ever episode. Who knows? There's a toilet roll shortage in Australia at the moment. What? Yeah. <laughs> it, it happened yeah, no, in Hong in Kong case. two weeks ago when there was riots in supermarkets from people going in and stockpiling on toilet roll. And then as Why? soon as the epidemic reached Australia, the same thing happened there. I saw some videos of friends over in Australia of people going literally through like McDonald's drive throughs trying to get toilet roll and just like, no, we can't do that. <laughs> we don't have any. Ah, here. Fucking Australians. Yeah. I thought I, I I couldn't stop laughing mainly because it's a person with a extremely thick Tipperary accent talking to an Asian man working in an Australian fast food drive-through. Just the, the interaction was hilarious. <laughs> um, These boys are still bright in the shops in fairness. I was shocked. I was legitimately going to go and buy myself two loaves of bread before the old biddies started coming in. You would have expected it by now. People are going to self-quarantine because they sneezed. Oh, I knew I had a story. I knew I had a story. This, this all happened in the one visit to the GBC. I've named them shite. So <laughs> I was in a restaurant uh, during the week. Kira's off work at the moment. So went to meet her. Went for a bit of lunch. So I, I just had a sneeze. You know, everyday regular sneeze. Your nose, nose gets a little itchy and you just want to, you know, sneeze. So I'm in the queue. Do you know, do you know the restaurant I'm talking about? Yeah, where you queue up yeah it's kind of a buffet style never, thing never been in there but I know where you are about it. Yeah. which one it's quite nice uh, GBC he, he just said. it's too late <laughs> it's too late sorry dude uh, so I'm queuing up there I'm going to get like a full Irish or whatever and um, I just sneezed just happened out of nowhere I don't feel ill whatever just sneezed and the person in front of me and behind me literally moved about three metres away from me and the person <laughs> behind the counter stared at me like I had punched them rather I was like, no, everything's cool, lads. Everything's all cool. Local eatery, as Paddy says. Um, so then I sat down. I was eating away. About five minutes into the meal, and I promise you this is a true story, this elderly lady comes, comes down the stairs, and it looked like she was going to fall. Like she was absolutely pelting it down the stairs. She goes, my daughter is choking. My daughter is choking. Please help me. I'm like, oh, shit. So she goes to the staff. So Kira goes to me, you're a registered first aider go help her and I'm like uh, let's see what the staff do first <laughs> <laughs> let's just see I'm quite hungry 
<laughs> I know, I know. But I said, no, but that's what you generally do. You know, you offer your assistance. You don't, you genuinely, you wait to see because the first aider on staff is the person that, you know, they work there. That's their thing. You offer your assistance. Um, so you wait and Kira's like, do it, you fucking coward. Why don't you go save this person's life? Anyways, so by the time we get upstairs, like three of us peg it up the stairs and she's fine when by the time we get up there thank god because i was like what the fuck am i gonna do this woman is gonna <laughs> die under my care so i went over and i told her i was a registered first aider if she needed any help you know to come and ask me i'm sitting downstairs beside the actual stairs and she was like no i'm grand i had a bit of water and i'm grand so i saved a fucking life lads <laughs> sure some some great saving of a life there Steve. i <laughs> saved that woman's life do you know why because i waited and i didn't panic <laughs> that's right Kara. go fuck yourself <laughs> so yeah no that was a weird visit where i had infected the entire of the gbc with my coronavirus and then saved a life by the end that's some lunchtime that that is an impressive lunchtime it's <laughs> like so weird what a weird day and then the, all the staff kept coming up going oh thanks very much for helping thanks very much for helping it's like i, I did nothing free food I oh, but like, i mean i was literally like they keep staring at me can we leave <laughs> all I did was walk up the stairs and your one had passed the bit of food or whatever from her throat or whatever. So I didn't think I'd have a story, but I'm so happy I remembered that happened. Good times. <sighs> your Steve. Her yes, Steve. Uh, yep. So I'm going, I'm uh, single-handedly saving, uh, saving lives um, while having coronavirus. Good times. Good mm. times. So yeah, you saved her from the choking, but now you've passed the coronavirus to her. So yes. it's, it's a long-term yeah. play. Yes, you know, I will eventually like, kill her. But it's I like WWE her booking. They yeah, give so they much. take away. Exactly, exactly. Um, TMZ and MJF. Ah. <laughs> 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 Fucking now, marks. So, um, when you meet MJF, now firstly, I need to talk about your one. She who has the issues. Those types, right? The was I call them the titanium core, the AWG haddists. Those types, you know what they're like. If you're on Twitter, if you have any Twitter Ooh, account, you know yeah. what they're like. They pay to be insulted by MJF. That's like some sadomasochistic fucking BDSM type shit. Am I crazy? Why do you pay to be insulted? I don't Just get. So it. you can say you've been insulted by MJF. Basically, it's weird though, isn't it? Yeah. It's weird, I don't get like, it. If you just hang around long enough, he's going to insult you anyway. You don't need to pay for <laughs> exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah, just bump into him in the jacks. He'll do the same thing for half the price. <laughs> um, but um, a father and his son, whatever, go to meet MGF at a official AEW meet and greet thingy. And um, so they go off to take the picture. And MGF, being the fucking genius that he is, didn't look at the camera, looked at the kid. And just as the guy's about to take a picture just gives him the bird just flips him off right in the face and the kid looks like he's seen a ghost it was hilarious it's one of the funniest things i think i've ever seen the kid was so upset no he wasn't upset he was just confused as to what had just happened to him but of course it's 2020 and everyone has a twitter account he complained um fair play to cody so he tweeted tony can and cody i believe and cody firstly said uh this is what happens if you book mjf you get mjf there's no in between here this is what happens but a, a, apparently he deleted the tweet and then he offered him vip for the next time they're in town oh, or course. blah 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 blah. Yeah. of course because look i mean that's that's the way it is you know, what are you gonna do the kid learned a lesson there today uh, am i alone in this 
Oh no! I mean, no, no, he paid, he got exactly what he yeah. wanted. Yeah. The, 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 I listened to the soup from last night. Joe and John were were on, so oh, I got shit, a bit I of chance. Got a chance to listen to it, and they kind of go balls deep into this one. And like they, they they hit the nail on the head. It's like this kid or this guy brought his son to a meet and greet for an edgy new promotion. First off, what are you doing bringing your kid to a meet and greet with MGF? knowing his character second of all what are you mm-hmm. bringing your kid to a meet and greet for an edgy new promotion you're a parent if you're bringing a kid to a wrestling show bring him to the biggest fucking wrestling show in the planet where it's all killed friendly and you won't have any issues at all the problem only arose when it became a meme and it became popular on the internet and that's can i ask a quick question reading. did this happen at revolution or was this dynamite uh, c2e2 yes yeah, so the week also a revolution yeah, yeah. yeah okay yeah cool so yeah, he waited in line. He probably bought a ticket to meet MJF. So it's not like, you know, remember Kevin Owens did it a few years ago at a house show where he like f- told the kid oh, to fuck yeah. off in the, in the front row yeah. and the mother or the grandmother was pissed off. That's different where you're at, attending a show and this happens in front of you. This guy bought a ticket, queued up, waited to meet MJF and then got upset after it blew up and his kid became a meme. Go fuck yourself. Go stick your head in an oven. Yep, exactly. Sorry. Tough shit. You, MJF, if you are an AEW fan, like you clearly are because you're going to a meet and greet, you know what you get with MJF. He doesn't break character. He's an asshole. He never I'd, breaks character. He lives in I'd kayfabe. I'd be disappointed if he didn't do that. Yeah. And I paid money to meet him. Yeah, that's, you expect that to happen. That's the way MJF has built himself on his social media. Any interactions I've ever seen him. I'm sure backstage, you know, he's normal, but... Sure, he's yeah, a lovely any guy. Sort of, like, yeah. Any sort of public persona that you could ever see in any sort of media that's him he doesn't break I'll character let's tell the story about him never breaking character as you say there um was it all out weekend or one of the bigger i know their pay-per-views are all big but one of like you know double or nothing or all out or one of the you know the, the big jobs um guys in line um i'd say standing in line but he's not he's in his wheelchair you've yeah, heard yeah, i'm yeah. sure you've heard this story oh yeah so he comes past and he's going to the meet and greet and he's like you suck mjf fuck you blah 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 he's like everybody else today i sat down and i flipped them off or i called him a dickhead or whatever but for you i'm gonna do one thing you can't do and he stood up to the guy in the wheelchair and the guy in the wheelchair laughed thought it was hilarious yep yep like this old lad is just looking for free tickets to a fucking pay-per-view 100%. and backstage Go fuck yourself. You know, Cody always gives in to all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and it's a new company. You know, look, we'd do the same if it's a company's less than a year old or whatever, just over a year old. Come on, you know, it is what it is. Promotion. No, Cody did absolutely the right thing here. He didn't apologize for him. He said, look at... Exactly. He is what he is. He does what he does. You know, we can't apologize for that. But, you know, next time you're around, come along on us and have a good time. Yeah. Perfect solution. But, uh, yeah. It was like the thing he, you remember someone jumped the barricade in, at ROH and he put out a fucking statement going, do not jump the barricade because I will knock you out. Mm. It's a similar thing. This is how it is. MJF is going to be an arsehole. Deal with it. Do not pay to see him if you're going to be fucking offended by everything. Mm-hmm. Speaking of offended by everything, I put a little tweet out into the internet there this evening. I thought this was going to be you taking, you being offended by the Royals in Galway. Oh, no, 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 I just have to crack with the tans. The tans can take it. They owe us enough. Um, our good friend, the admiral of the internet himself, Captain Crybaby, Ryan Satin, he posted a tweet. 
with a picture of the Austin 316 middle finger foam finger thingy. Because when I was a kid, they sold these at wrestling shows. Now kids can't even can't even see a middle finger without parents complaining that it's scaring them. Shaking my damn head. Says the guy who is the biggest crybaby in the history of the fucking internet. What the fuck? And I have some good comments here. Diva Bible. Ryan Satin. The guy who lost his shit when Jericho said there's going to be women in bikinis on his cruise. Jordan replies, Ah yes, the same Satin who stalked and followed a girl. The man is a saint, I tell you. One, this dude is just unbelievable. And uh, John Draper retweeted it. It's not the comments. Hold on now and I find it. Oh, the sweet irony. People like him are literally the reason why you can't sell t-shirts like that anymore. This fucking weak-willed dildo enthusiast shit face. Yes. We're amongst good people. Not a single person defended Satin on all those little responses. How could you defend him for that? It's the most hypocritical <sighs> thing ever. Like <laughs> he and his weird ass girlfriend tried to bring. Well, I mean, a lot of people hate Vince Russo, but I remember at the time we stood up for him at the time. Going, he didn't do anything. You weirdos tried. To, you got him. You got him fired for nothing. This is the biggest crybaby on earth, and he's complaining about this dad. Oh, my head was spinning. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Anything else we can say about Ryan Satin because he's a cunt. <laughs> I, I was going to throw it allegedly, but I think history has nah. proven that we don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck him. Good to see. I, I like the executive decision made by Nick there. <laughs> I like that. The only other thing under the, the category of shite talk I had for this week is the PS2 turned 20 years old yesterday. Jesus. That's crazy. Fuck's sake. That's I remember getting my PS1 like, oh, my PS2. Yeah. PS2 best console ever. It's probably up there. I'd say that 360 is very good. Yeah, yeah 360 like, yeah, is there, my too. Yeah, so good. The SNES is excellent as well, but for the it's still the highest selling console of all time. The they, were, they were selling them in like two years ago. Like, yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, it's and there were a lot of them were coming as yeah. I think it was DVD players the as well. Most, the most revolutionary console in my mind, and I'm not a gamer. Well, so this was marketed as this was like the DVD oh player, God, the cheaper. Do you remember when DVD players were insanely expensive and the PS2 was a little bit cheaper than them? Yeah. <laughs> when you think about it, that was a big thing. And they tried that with Blu-ray in the PS3. Didn't quite work. But um, Blu-ray never took off. Yeah. No. I don't know. At least Blu-ray took off more than the 360 with their HD DVD. Oh. That didn't at all get the cake off. You I had to sell that to people, Nick. <laughs> I used to sell that to people because there was two different type of uh, hit. What were they in? 1080p? I, I assume Blu-rays were. I know nobody ever bought a single one. Yeah, yeah. They used to sell them. Do you remember? This is going to date with this conversation. Do you remember HMV <laughs> in Galway? <laughs> they used to sell Blu-ray section, and what were they called? Full HD. Remember Microsoft had it. There was a different label. There were yeah, black I can't label the boxes. Name of them. Yeah, but. Oh, there was some... Anyway, I remember the attachment they used to sell. There were 80 euros uh, for a UHD. Blu-ray didn't take off because the porn industry weren't going to move to Blu-ray, and Gordo was totally right. Yeah, that's it. The porn industry completely decides this sort of shit. And Vince McMahon. Vince and the porn industry, we've talked about before, (laughs) are trendsetters in broadcasting. Um, What's your favorite PS2 game, Nick? San Andreas, I think. Good one, good one, good one, good one. Have you ever played a game called Unreal Tournament? Yes. Yes. That was my favorite game on the PS2. We played hours of that in college. Yeah. 
I mean, yeah. like you know how much gaming I've played. I have Spider-Man downloaded. That's how much gaming I've played. I was like, I put my okay now. Let's uh, let's let them behind the scenes a little bit, Fitz. You mentioned games. I was like, I put my hand up so you'll shut up or let me come in. I was like, so Fitz, uh, have you played Spider-Man yet? (laughs) But like we used to play that for like seven, eight hour stretches almost every day in first and second year in college. Oh, that was boy. a big PC game. Um, then the lads in the chat, Xbox what's your fuck em. <laughs> Lads in the chat, what's your favorite PS2 game? We'll we'll chat about it throughout the night for the last. Smackdown two, no three. Was it one, Know Your one Role? Two or PS1? So, yeah, Know Your yeah. Role was the one with the uh, yeah the one with, that was one with the, the backstage one, areas. Uh, here comes oh, the pain. Here comes the pain. Yeah, that was the best of that yeah. era. Of Definitely, it was the No Mercy of the PS2. <laughs> um, uh, Rory puts in Dead Balls on. Do you ever play that? Never played that. No. no. It was like dodgeball, but with goals. I actually have a copy. Of it. Rory actually bought me a copy of it um, <laughs> as a present years and years ago. I have it out there. Um, Metal Gear Solid Three. I always gone about Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah, I've, I've yeah. never got into Metal Gear. I said, what? <sighs> Metal Gear and Final Fantasy. Two things I never got into. Yeah. Never got into Final Fantasy. Um, I know Paddy's in there. He, he is. Oh, he's going to mention something about Final. Fantasy. Yeah, he knows yeah. Final Fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, he, he literally just mentioned it. I don't remember much because I'm dreadfully old. But Final Fantasy X was the tits. He says. <laughs> um, Metal Gear Solid Three is probably my favorite game of all time. It's like a Cold War era James Bond spy thriller type of thing. It's fucking amazing. Um, but also Pro Evo Four. Pro Evo Four. Like, I'd like to give a shout out for uh, GTA 3 as well just the upgrade yeah. to GTA because I remember I I had a PS2 I had bought my PS2 my friend hadn't got his PS2 yet he was getting it for Christmas but he bought GTA 3 so he came over to my house and we played the game it was the best nice. time ever <laughs> so you got a free game and did you convince him to let you keep the game until he got his PS2 of course he did try yes. that you said it was yes. GTA 3 shout out to Eddie for that one <laughs> nice was GTA 3 the first like 2D version it was the first yeah, 3D yeah. one 3D yeah, one yeah, that was kind of uh, th- that was the revolutionary you know um, what? I love that game but I actually really really love the original games where you're literally looking straight down straight down yeah there was something um, nostalgic about that game that just fucking hit me other, other oh, shout outs for highlights for PS2 Guitar Hero yeah yeah Starting that, that was amazing yeah uh, Vice City I think is the best of all the GTA games it's more of my I think it's because of the music I'll be honest oh, yeah the, the, like the soundtrack <laughs> to Vice City is amazing I love the story yeah. to Vice City I just, I just so much more to do in San Andreas which is why I prefer yeah. but I, yeah. I like I love both of them like Bully San Andreas had more of, of the Rockstar oh, yeah. games Rockstar Bully. yeah another great game yeah, well, Carpus, what was it called? Carpe, remember they couldn't call him, they couldn't call it Bully over here. Oh, Do you remember God, fucking yeah. David Cameron, not David Cameron, who was the one before him? Uh, no, uh, he's Tony in the George Blair. Michael video, Tony Blair. He was one that involved because there was a lot of bullying in UK schools and they wouldn't let it, Canis Canem Edit, is that what it was called? Something like that. I, was gonna I specifically to remember Canis Canem Edit. They wouldn't let the name Bully be used in the UK for the game. Uh, it was around, was Manhunt was banned at the time as well? Yeah. Canis Canem Edit. Yep, that was it. Yep. Yeah, that's it. The yeah. PAL region. Yeah. Uh, Rory just mentioned it there. What was the fucked up murder one? That was Manhunt. Also Manhunt. Rockstar. Remember yeah. that, yeah. Banned in Australia. Yeah. Fucking hell. Yeah. That game was banned. Look, we sold it um, later on. 
but I think it was like towards the end of the PS2 era. Um, it's banned for a good PS3, while over here. Yeah. I think, do you remember those few games that straddled, you know, they came out after the PS3 came out, like that rugby game that worked on PS3 and PS2. Those weird, that weird era. Oh, but Manhunt came GA? out and... GA, GA games were on GA PS2. GA games, yeah. They were on PS2, they were. Oh, I had to, and show. this was the era where me and a young Rory Monaghan once met and we worked together. Uh, I don't know if we crossed paths around this time, but I had only started in a job I took for, or in a company I'd worked for for 14 years. Uh, GTA San Andreas had just come out. And the next huge game after, I, I don't know what year it was, but uh, say the first GAA game. Uh, GAA, was it 2005 or 2006 that game came out? Gaelic Games 2003? No, I think it was, I started where I started in 2005, so I think it was 2006. I could yeah. be wrong. Maybe seven. Well, there's not a Wikipedia page for it, so that can be a Jesus. Second. But it was, um, it was a Sony Interactive Entertainment game, so it was like, it was a first party. Like, first, first, first party cheap shit. Um, but we used to have, uh, this will age all of us, a book with pen and paper for pre-orders. So we used to, we had to ring them. So when that game, the night before that came out, we used to do on a Thursday night was ring all the people that had pre-ordered the game. We'd sit down at the phone, one person on, one person off. And we had to ring 400 people to tell them that their GAA game was in stock and to come collect it tomorrow. Oh, and Rory puts in the comment of a lifetime. Do you remember at halftime in that game? It's halftime. The players will go in now for a cup of tea and a nice banana. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> me Hall and Muller Hurtig 2005 2005 I knew it I knew it was that Christmas I chicken put he got Manhunt for Christmas that uh, as well <laughs> that's where I played it I played chickens <laughs> oh man what else um, both the Metal Gear game Metal Gear 2 as well was incredible but 3 is the better game but there's another one to age the conversation the Metal Gear Solid 2 had used uh, Okira's after breaking a wine glass <gasps> is that is that both of the wine glasses broken? Blasphemy. Still have two more to break. That's good. What was your favorite PS2 game, Kara? Before I tell my story about, remind me of what it was. Metal Gear Two. Metal Gear Two. I thoroughly enjoyed. Come to the microphone and speak to the front of the microphone. Okay, I'm breathing. Okay, she she's got a glass in her hands. I'll come back to you. <laughs> Think about it and come back to me. SSX tricky. Yes, perfect. Tony Hawk. Very good game. Skater Three. Tony Hawk, of course. Oh, I spent hours on that one too. My story before Kara comes back, Metal Gear Solid 2. They had all the, this this incredible E3 trailer that was just like, wow, how in the name of Jesus is this console, console capable of these graphics and the story and blah, blah, blah. And then it's only the first part of the game. Solid Snake is not the main character. It's Raiden. It's a different guy. And he, you play that as most of the game. And nobody knew it until the fucking game came out. It was backlash. Oh, there was huge backlash. I loved it. I thought it was a great little twist. But can you can you imagine that now where you release a game and at half an hour into the game the iconic character people were begging for another game of isn't the main character? Can you imagine Tomb the tweets? Where you play as Jack Steel. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Stuff. Can you imagine if it was a Star Wars type game? Can you imagine the backlash? Uh, Lisa's oh. also picked SSS Tricky, by the way, so that's a popular yep. one there. Popular game for girls, clearly. They all played it. They all played their brother's version of the game. <laughs> what other games, Kira? PS2. It's 20 years old. Uh, Dead Air. We City. mentioned it. Vice City. Dead Air. Uh, Come in. Dead Air. Dead Air. 
dead air. People tune out. They'll tune out the wireless. Slant your boobs. Let me live. So, yeah, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Yeah. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. Was oh, that PS1, though? That PS- Some of the crashes are PS1. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll have to commentate because she won't come into the microphone. Say more we words. Can hear, we that. can hear. Oh, can you? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cool. You can hear me, I'm fine. I know, right? What else did you have? Um, let me think. We're 40 minutes in and we haven't talked about wrestling. <laughs> as a tradition, like in I fairness. Think we did no, that was PS1 as well, WWE or oh, WWF at Smackdown, the time. Yeah. We, met, we went to the Roisin Dove to meet Mick Foley. Fitzy, you were there with me that night. I was yes. there too. You were there. Were you there as well? Yeah. You wouldn't I know don't remember talking to you. Though. We wouldn't have known each other, no. no. You were with uh, Michael at the time, Fitz. Yeah. Yeah, not with, with, but you know. You were there. Yeah, we were drunk. You never know. Drunk. She met Mick Foley, and Mick Foley fawned, fawned on her big time. Oh yeah. yeah, I got a love. Did he yeah, drop the hand? He got a, He got. A, he, might have, he was close enough to it. He uh, cup feel. So this was when Foley had. We're going completely off topic. Do you remember he had one gig and it sold out, and he did a gig then the night before. Mm-hmm. And oh, we yeah, got yeah. shafted as the first ticket holder. So he signed us all. Do you remember he signed the eight by tens for everyone and blah blah. blah. Yeah, yeah. He spent a long time with Kira. And put a love heart on her, on her 8x10. I sure look at it. Got to shoot your shot. Shoot love Mick Foley. Love Mick Foley. <laughs> anyway. You only got Mick Foley. I only got, I got Mick Foley. You got no love for Mick Foley. Yeah, well, you were selling penny socks for 20 euro, if you remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs> fucking arsehole. Pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> God. What oh God, a mark. Another PlayStation 2 game. Buzz. Buzz. Oh, Kira. Oh, Buzz. That's I a game. What? Buzz. Buzz and Singstar. I think I, I still have, have my Buzz controller somewhere over here, actually, somewhere. Yeah. Buzz. Anyway, I'm going to see the quiz show. Yeah, game. See you later. Quiz show. Oh, yeah, 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 huge. Yeah. It was on um, PS4 as well. Yeah, I think it was. Uh, use your mobile phone. Uh, yeah. Or was that that no, weird? Uh, no, no, oh, I know no, that because it wasn't the mobile phones. <laughs> um, I obviously was working in the shop at the time, and when people people would return, those Buzz controllers were the biggest Jim. piece of shit. They were oh, constantly faulty. And they were in those plastic uh, cases, stand-up free pla- freestanding plastic cases that would cut the fuck out of your hands every time you open them. Good times. There's Gordo eye toy, the bane of my fucking life. Uh, I, I remember my eye toy. Yeah, it's basically it a camera. It's a webcam. Yeah. Oh god. For the times that had games that you could play on it, like wet washing windows. I remember the song "Oh, oh Washing Windows." Yeah, Jesus and it was terrible. Burnout 3 Takedown Great game as well Yep well, That was very good If only there was another version of it What did Paradise I Paradise was good <laughs> I like Paradise uh, 42 minutes in Paradise is good <laughs> Open world uh, We're 42 minutes in Do we talk about wrestling at all this week? Allegedly uh, Allegedly uh, How about she Possibly was- related to wrestling But not quite full wrestling news The person that's representing Ireland in the Eurovision Did Ember Moon's theme song Oh, where's Gordo? <laughs> Gordo, the Eurovision correspondent. <laughs> um, that's mental. Simpsons hit and run. I'm liking the, I'm going to keep the chat open all night and talk about games as they appear. <laughs> um, AEW Revolution, lads. How about you talk about it for a quick second? I have to go, you know, take a piss. But don't tell anyone. Okay? No. Be discreet. Just be super discreet. Don't be this. really, really discreet about it. I'm really sorry. I tried not to make this happen, but... So, uh, Fitz... Uh, what do you think of that tag match? I thought it was shite. <laughs> well, I'm just going to leave dead air for a minute. 
Yeah, fuck you, Steve. Edit this that. out, you <laughs> bastard. You. <laughs> you filthy mayo bastard. So, Nick, six stars from Meltzer. Generous? I'd say generous. I personally would probably have went 4.5, 4.75. I wouldn't have went the full five on it. Just there were some little niggling bits that I wasn't, I wouldn't have given it the full five. It just didn't click 100% for me. But it was a great match, don't get me wrong. Like, it's still high for I'm forward. surprised. I'm definitely surprised he gave it six. Mm. I don't know of any other tag matches he's given more than five to. He may have had. I think um, five was the most. He gave uh, five to one of the previous box matches, if I remember right. But uh, I don't think he's ever gone over five for a tag before. I'll he, double check. He gave the Revival DIY five as well, didn't he? I think so, yeah. Uh, I'll double check now. I, I said to you in the chat when I was watching, I was like, I don't know if it's better than that. It's different. But I enjoyed them both hella much. Like, I watched this live on Sunday. Well, not didn't watch it live. I watched it Sunday morning uh, in my house in Tip. Part, first part and second part while being interrupted by my aunt coming over and her and my mother talking in the living room you know because that's where you entertain guests and <laughs> instead of going out to the kitchen like you know women should and you know conversing over there and letting the men inside in the living room watching the wrestling as they should uh, and I apologize in advance please don't shoot me anyone um, and I was literally screaming at the TV at a couple of stages in, the, in that match of just pure excitement and entertainment it was a spot fest, but the pacing was good. Mm. Uh, the pacing was excellent, actually. I'll, I'll say that. The, and then they had fifty-three Canadian destroyers, and nobody we won. Counted money we counted. Money We watched it, was, it back. <laughs> one Canadian destroyer. There was one Canadian driver. destroyer. There was a Melter driver, or not Melter driver. Uh, uh, Indy taker. Indy taker. Uh, but, yeah. Uh, five point two five. The all-out ladder match, tag match, got that. So he did go over five for one other tag match. Okay. So I I, I, we, I watched it back. Well, we watched it back there just before the pod tonight, and I took some notes. So I said, and I'll read them quickly because they're not too long. But I said the pacing was excellent throughout, starting slowly but very physically, quickened up with more high spots. Uh, one of the best Canadian destroyers in AEW TV so far because it wasn't convoluted at all with Nick hitting on Cowboy flipping over the top rope. Uh, I said to Nick as well that this is possibly the first Young Bucks match, definitely in AEW, that. They were incredibly good with using psychology. With Matt can I jump? Go for it. Sorry, can I jump in there? Um, so I haven't seen it. I'm planning on watching it tonight. Um, if not, it'll be first thing tomorrow. Oh my! All days. I've seen. I know it's fine, but I heard it was six stars, so I heard it's yeah. fine, fine steak. So I want to sit down with it. You know that Enjoy another it. way I'm weird like that. Mm. Oh Jesus! My computer battery is running low. I didn't plug oh, in the fucking cable. Anyway, Cornette, Cornette loved it. Thoughts. Oh, what? Yeah, hold on. I have okay. to plug in the cable. Sorry. That's I'm going to have to listen to Cornette because I was not expecting that at all coming from him. him. Especially with Kenny Omega involved, I would have assumed that that automatically makes it a zero star match. But <laughs> first, it was a great match. Like, I, I don't. I, I said I wouldn't give it the five, but like it, overall, it was a fantastic match for everything they had in it. Just the only bit that knocked it down for me was too, a little too many false finishes in the, towards the end. Mm. And I don't want to spoil it on Steve too much, but um, the, I know the results. You know I don't care. Yeah, it's true. Fair enough. Uh, the uh, when Hangman hit the Angel's wings and one winged angel oh, one winged angel sorry and uh, Nick kicked out at the same time that it got broken up I was like shouldn't it kicked out there that move is really protected even though it was Hangman kicking it in it I still it's 
too protected a move to have someone actually physically kick out. I know he wasn't supposed to. He just had to because he didn't think um, uh, Nick was going to make it in time. But still, it just that that took a little bit out, and the fact that they did the whole the kick out of what the the tag team finish that they kind of really put over for Hangman and uh, mm. Kenny as well. But other than that, did, like, they're just two kind of things that just slightly dropped it lower and for me. But other than that, so did, the match. it went Adam Cole levels then. Adam a Cole little main bit. event levels. Went a little yeah, bit Adam Cole main level. Main I will level. defend it a bit in this respect. And this is, you know, trying to take my rose-tinted glasses off slightly as well. You know, false finishes can be the worst of things in matches. Absolutely. But they can be the best of things in matches as oh, 100%, well. 100%, yeah. When, when it means something. Sparingly. And the reason I say, yeah. you know, it, it's all relative and it's all relevant is because this match had a fantastic build-up. You know, this took literally weeks and months to build up with the tensions brewing between Hangman and the Bucks and Kenny trying to hold it together and Kenny being involved with Pac as well and the Young Bucks having to, you know, fight and claw and get the, the, the number one contendership back. So there's a long build-up and that's probably why Meltzer gave it such a high rating because, you know, he's fucking... The story, he, yeah. He, he gets hard for stories rather than action. Uh, but the false finish so the match itself it started with such a pace and you'll see it straight away Steve when you watch it tomorrow or tonight the, the, the opening kind of salvo between Hangman and Matt Jackson that just it, it erupted like a volcano in terms of the, the importance the pressure the big fight feel was amplified as soon as that first interaction happened and because of that I would excuse any kind of overuse of a false finish because of just how important that match was built up and how much more important it became throughout the match so the use of false finishes in this match in my mind was perfectly justified um the one thing i didn't particularly like i I would agree if they finished it with the double finisher i wouldn't have been upset at, at all um but again the reason i can see why they didn't do that was because of the win they wanted Hangman to, to get the win because this whole story, everything about the story is to get Hangman over. Yeah. And it's working. So, it's, really well. so they've done a great rehab on Hangman from this time last year, essentially. Oh, where... 100%. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like we, we, pre- we predicted way back when, when the, the first ta- championship match was happening between Jericho and Hangman, that there's no way you can give it to Hangman. He's not ready yet. No. No. And if you look at him he now, now. Yeah. he's possibly the most over star in that company. Or guys like Cody. Orange Cody. Outside Cody Christ. Orange Cody. Orange Cody. (laughs) (laughs) Don't worry, we'll be getting to Cody. Don't worry. Ye who want to hear us talk about the tattoo, I've got an entire segment coming up. Don't worry. (laughs) But absolutely. Like, in in terms of obviously, you know, popularity and whatnot, there are others like Cody and uh, and like Orange Cassidy that have that unreal popularity. But in terms of, you know, wrestling uh, interest and overall entertainment value, I don't think people are invested in anyone else more than the air with hangman page right now yep how do i get that and the, the post-match shenanigans was perfect as well i loved it yeah don't want to spoil too much of fits because are on steve i don't know i've, I've seen, seen it dude don't All worry right. about it i've seen yeah. it yeah. yeah the post-match bit where where hangman teases hitting his finisher the shot yeah, yeah the yeah. shot on, on the kenny but just, just doesn't just gives him you know a hug yeah. and that was that was fucking brilliant and that's yeah. the sort of stuff i love it's the subtleties there yeah, um, it's something we'll be talking about later on when I absolutely wax lyrical about Randy Orton and Beth Phoenix. <laughs> I loved it. I don't care. I know I'm going to make myself sound like an ass, but I loved that segment. But anyway, <laughs> uh, Rory watched Ra- Orange Cody and um, Pack, and he loved it as well. 
Uh, he it, said it was grilling. He was telling me to watch it. He said it was very good. Un- yeah, if there was two matches out of this entire card that I would suggest for anyone to watch, it's a tag match and this match, Orange yeah, Cassidy and Pack. And I know, like going into it, like the, probably the two traditionally important matches would have been the title match and Cody and MJF, and they didn't disappoint. They just didn't I, kind of explode like the other two no, matches. Did. I, I think the tag match being the first match out everything else kind of was a downgrade after because it was such high level mm. uh, and obviously the the pack and orange cassidy match was a novelty because it was different it was the first time we're properly seen in aw orange cassidy yeah. wrestle no one knew what to expect yeah everything else was kind of like after the tag match everything else was kind of just a lower level than ever it just they didn't quite hit the mark fully on everything else if i'm sitting down to watch it and i've heard nothing the two matches i'm avoiding um, are the tag team match and the Orange Cassidy match and they're the two they're the two no not that I don't I love tag team wrestling but AEW there's issues we know this um, it's well documented Chris Jericho himself was talking about it I would have been like no interest and they're the two that everyone is raving about yep there was probably only one it's moment weird. of that tag match where tag rules are stretched beyond belief but you, you can excuse it again with the, the, the level of the match and kind of how it plays out. Uh, but Steve I think, probably can't, but most people can't. No. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, me, me, no, no, to be fair, there's three. Me, Cornette, and Gordo. That's it. <laughs> well, look, it's not as bad as Dynamite this week when fucking Christopher Daniels tags himself into uh, the match when uh, standing on the apron. And they uh, did it no, three be, times. They did like that tag multiple yeah. times to get them all involved. But they're all standing on side of the apron. I know. Uh, you should ask Lisa, because I was watching this with her in the living room. And I, I, like, 20 seconds later, like, how the fuck is Scorpio Sky in the match? Well, I did not see him tag in. Because, again, they were all on the outside. I was like, what? Yeah. I think there can be a little bit of excuse at a pay-per-view with a title on the line. I like when you, you can let it go, but don't let it go mental. And from mm. what I hear, if Cornette liked it, then you they mustn't like have it. been ridiculous. <laughs> no, no, come on, don't put me in that camp. I mean, I love fucking Bugenhagen. He's not going to like Bugenhagen. That's a fair point. Yeah, um, but if if he liked it, I'd imagine that it's not too silly, as in they try to keep to the rules. Whereas even Fitz is saying, and we joke about Fitz being captain AEW, he's saying that the tag rules this week on Dynamite were ludicrous. Oh, yeah, they were. So maybe on pay per view, mm-hmm. uh, some of it is forgiven because it's title on the line and the you know the heat is there or whatever. But they must have kept somewhat to the rules. If yeah, the, the only thing like it. is just you know the second man staying in the ring too long. And that, yeah. even at that, I don't really mind as long as it makes sense within the context of what they're doing. Yeah. It's the, the false tagging or the, the, the illegal mm-hmm. tagging is what just fucking makes no sense Let, ruins the show. A little let bit of tornado forget. tag is fine. Yeah, just call it a tornado tag. <laughs> but it, let us never forget Pentagon tagging in while he's standing in the ring. Let us never forget oh. that. And that's that's where Jericho drew the line. Yeah. Legitimately came I, out publicly and said that was it. I feel they the tagging can't. in the ring is worse than the tagging on the apron. I'll, I'll yeah. give you that. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, apparently Orange Cassidy and Pac was great. Um, I watched Jericho and Mox. Um, I really enjoyed it. It was like an old oh, school kind of brawl stuff. Mm. Um, good finish I love the part I meant to get the clip but I'm no, sorry trust me lads I'm doing my best to get back on track with all this stuff but the, the clip where they started it was like there was supposed to be somebody coming out or Mox thought there was somebody coming out and then they played his music and he goes oh wait what the fuck I'm not finished yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's very good um, Jericho looked great as well you can see the, yeah. the gym work he's been putting in definitely yeah he's, he's down a few LBs uh, the ironic. entrance was cool he's going to be away for a while 
Yeah. Well, is he going to be away for a while? Is he on tour again? He's uh, on a sabbatical for 60 days now. No, he did sure Moxie. No, no. Moxie yeah, he, 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 he didn't. He, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Trust me, if if, some, if Jericho did something, I watched it. You can guarantee <laughs> that. Um, on, the, on all my, my time constraints at the moment, I've definitely seen the Jericho stuff and Moxley, Moxley was down. He doesn't have to take the 60 days. And apparently, I was listening to a podcast, I can't remember. I had a very, very busy day on Terrace Lads. I listened to probably four podcasts back to back. It was my entire day. I was very busy. Um, was it Solomonster or Fightful or one of them? I uh, had looked up the Fozzie schedule and none of his dates are on a Wednesday. Mm. So even if he goes on tour with Fozzie, he's still yeah, on TV. Yeah, but what he's on tour so with Fozzie, nice he's drinking a lot. And, uh, the, he is that drinking. Old, that, that little uh, you know, weight loss toning up he's got, that's, that's got it. Right? <laughs> Maybe he said, I'd better lose about 20 pounds because I'm going to put on 30 <laughs> when I'm on tour. <laughs> but uh, one, sh- one shout I definitely want to give for Revolution, though, the uh, wristbands in the crowd. I yes, love them. So good. Just the visual was great on him. We, we, I meant to go same. find it. Go on. As Lisa was saying as well, we we're, were saying that it kind of reminded us of, you know, the old, when people were making entrance, all the flashes from the crowd you see from cameras and mm-hmm. stuff. It gave that yeah. sort of vibe back and it just it, it just really elevated everything for me. It was great. It's a modern version of it. Um, yeah. I meant to go, f- I have it in a storage box since I moved. It's out there with my E3 stuff, but they gave us that at the Xbox uh, event. Mm. So every time a game came on, the main primary color of the game would be on your wrist. So it's like an older thing that they've brought back. It's mm. quite cool. That was like 2014, I think, was at E3. So that was cool. Well, that should definitely a, happen more. Yeah, I, I, hope, I hope it's a thing they keep for all the pay-per-views. I don't think you need it for time oh, every week, but pay-per-views. Oh, yeah. That, oh, it's yeah. great. Great idea. Whoever that chief brand officer of AEW has did a really good job with that. <laughs> <laughs> she finally got one. She finally did something. <laughs> for plenty of brandy, it took a year and a half. <laughs> Um, what else is going on uh, thoughts on Revolution then overall because everyone's heard of Revolution post show by now I, I thought it was a great show overall there was a couple of the women's match was very sloppy but other than Shocker. that yeah it was terrible um, and like I like Chris Stanlander but it wasn't all Nyla Rose's fault that was a cross a mix between both of them that caused that to be sloppy um, neither of them are ready dude neither no. of them should be on TV um, it is what it is well but, neither of them should be in there together yeah. it was the point I was making to Nick earlier I was like Nyla is probably 90% green Statlander is probably like 40% green and you, it, when you're so green you need to be in there with an experienced pro who can carry yeah. the match and, and take you through it step by step but neither of them were able to lead that match and it showed drastically uh, And I'd, I'd, I'd mentioned Cody and Darby Allen that time Darby still kind of I mean he's great but yeah. I remember at the time Cody just brought him through that something mm. fierce. I mean, yeah, that's a very good point you've made. I thought, and I thought, you yeah, know, definitely Cody and Darby that time reminded me of what you're saying there. Yeah, and like the, it's a shame because you know Statlander is riding a kind of a crest of a wave at the minute in terms of she came out of nowhere and uh, she really kind of captured the imagination of the crowd as well, mainly because they've only seen you know such shit shows from that women's division since the Dynamite started. Brick Baker, I don't even know what she's doing anymore. Um, she's doing commentary, she's apparently. <laughs> she, she is the worst. Last few weeks now, she's been just been doing commentary. Get, like doing coffee least... runs for Tony Schiavone. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't understand how they're going to get anywhere good with this women's division, especially with Nyla Rose as champion. And that's not anything against her, per se. It's just literally, it's, it's like the Nia Jax situation. You know, being big and dominant doesn't make you a good wrestler. 
it just makes you big and dominant. And the problem with that is you can't have good matches unless you're in there with other people who are equally as shit in yeah. terms of talent. <laughs> the issue AEW have with the women's division is NXT has signed all the good indie female wrestlers. Mm. There's, not, there's very few left, so there's not there's slim pickers to choose from. There's so many in that that NXT women's roster is stacked to fuck. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's so, like, like there's so much talent embarrassment. There, like, it really is like it's better than the main roster and oh, that's 100%. not often you can say that now people will give the whole bullshit oh the NXT is better than the main roster but I mean there's a lot of absolutely ridiculously good wrestlers on the main roster that's not been used right you can categorically say that you can put the NXT women's roster against the main roster and say they're better there's, I don't even think they're close yeah. Becky and Charlotte standouts the rest of them are a bit lost Sasha and Bailey lost completely to me they're just completely mm-hmm. lost in the shuffle at the moment they're not too bad. Bailey's having a bit of a run now at the minute with the heel championship kind of thing she's doing. I don't mind that too much. But the problem is she's got no competition there. You know, she's up yeah. against Carmella and Naomi. Like, God help us all. Neither of them can wrestle to save their life. And until Sasha turns on her, like she's not going to get good competition unless they do another shake. Yeah. Or call, there could be call-ups after me. I say call-ups. Call over because they're all call they're over. Grand. They're all bollocks. Yeah. Bollocks, bollocks, bollocks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I reckon they have to shake up that the women's division at least after Mania. Just big time. It, like there's that both Raw, Raw and SmackDown, both of them are having trouble. Like like Raw is, yeah. is okay. It's got like it's got a few tops. It's got Charlotte, Asuka, Becky to hold it, but SmackDown is struggling. Oh, it's it's bad. They need they need to do something. Why don't you just break up the Kabuki Warriors, send Kyrie Sane over, have her beat Bailey. Mm. You have someone there. Yeah. I, oh, Christ on a bike. Um, One last revolution. on Revolution actually on. This, My sleeper match of the night was Darby Allen and Sammy Guevara There was spots in that match Which were oh holy fuck Especially the Guevara kind of flip off the Top to the outside Through a table It just looked so impactful and so sore For both of them That it was just like oh fuck But that was good, that was a good blow off match as well And uh, I'd just like to point out all this Revolution talk We have not talked about the most built up feud ever because the match was a bit of a yeah. MGF Cody yeah I've heard I've heard it wasn't great I was looking forward to watching it and it's been dampened on me I, I think the tattoo probably didn't help <laughs> oh, I think okay. thank you for the segue <laughs> I'm just going to mute here for a while and let you wax lyrical about how much you hate that tattoo it's embarrassing it's it's embarrassing DT it is DT it's, it's embarrassing dear lord on a fucking it's embarrassing what in the fuck it's embarrassing is he after doing to the side of his neck it's embarrassing it's like a career killer like who in the name of god like coloured tattoos I don't like anyway it's embarrassing and then you just put it on the side of your fucking neck it's embarrassing and then it comes over across your fucking chin it's embarrassing and like why why have you done this what tattoo person like I know there's people online that have said that maybe the fucking tattoo artist should be sued over it and I think they're not wrong and I genuinely am are you fed up of the DT thing yet seriously why in the fuck why did nobody in the why did nobody he's the fucking executive vice president of a company and he has to go to meetings like that dear fucking god it's embarrassing the tattoo is fine it's the placement yeah. of the tattoo that's fucking horrendous. Brandy has even come oh. out and said she doesn't like the tattoo. Like, when your own wife is saying the tattoo is stupid, surely you listen to at least her, if not everyone else around you that's obviously saying the same thing because it's terrible. 
it's it's embarrassing it's embarrassing it, uh, it I, i've actually i've my opinion of the man has been lowered like how in the name of fuck did you and you can see it in his face you know those pictures they released afterwards you can tell he realized he'd made a mistake <laughs> that's what gives me hope the, he needs to get that thing removed there, there's gofundmes it, for the laser removal and yeah there's the, now, I, whether it whether it was Brandy herself, but Brandy Runnels was a name on one of them that had <laughs> donated five dollars to the laser removal fund. Uh, I remember reading one of the comments on one of the, on one of the go. Like I've I've been through cancer twice and all this, and nothing hurt me more than watching Cody Rhodes come out with that, come out with that tattoo. Like, oh my god! You can do your big Triple H entrance. You can have your cool. You know, you have all your mates and Nightmare Family with nineteen people coming behind you. And I still love you, Cody. I'm not taking the piss. But you can have a lot of distractions there. All I could focus on when I saw that entrance was giant tattoo, giant yeah. tattoo, awful, awful giant tattoo on the side of Red your neck. Red cell. Red cell. <laughs> Why yeah. did he do that? There's a video up on the, the YouTube channel, the EW YouTube channel, The Road to Denver, uh, where he kind of talks about the tattoo and all that sort of stuff as well. So I really need to see that to kind of get more of an insight because yeah like i i said to you when you when you said to me i was like it, it's a tattoo what's the big deal like i don't get tattoos personally i never understood tattoos i don't think i'll ever get a tattoo so the the importance or the significance or the, the design or the placement is it goes way over my head i just look and it's like uh, it's a tattoo but for me I, I, I want i want to know his logic i want to know his train of thought like i said I'm, i don't get tattoos so I don't understand. Like, you can understand how terrible this tattoo is. <laughs> like, <sighs> all like I mean, look bad to me, but obviously ones that are visible outside of normal day-to-day clothing seemed obviously a bit like, worse than usual. Yeah, face, face and neck tattoos in general. Yeah, need to be already pretty covered in tattoos to get away with a face or neck tattoo, unless it's something like maybe on the back of your neck or behind your ear, something, something yeah. subtle. But anything that's that visible and that huge and that fucking colorful. You need to like yeah. if if he had that and he also had you know full sleeves or whatever, well, it probably wouldn't look too bad. When you've got a tiny little dream text on your on your chest mm-hmm. and then this big fucking piece on your neck, it's like, no, just it's, what are it you? It doesn't thinking? make sense. He has. I remember he showed it before. He has the Triforce from uh, Zelda yeah, yeah. on his finger. Mm. And he has the dream thing over his heart, which is, those are cool tattoos. And they're meaningful. You know, I know, yeah, this yeah. is a nightmare fan. I think I, I heard, I haven't seen Road to Thing either, but I think his reasoning behind it was that, you know, Nightmare Family is what he represents. So I guess, and he wants to show that off and that to be, everyone realized that that's what he stands for and all like that. I'm like, yeah, but you could do that your arm, like you wrestled hopeless, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, now, even if this is on his arm, I still think it's a, you, I, I, it's just my own personal opinion on tattoos. I don't mind tattoos. I think some of the real, like Orton's tattoos are fucking class. Those sleeves that he has, sleeves, they're cool. Sleeves are always good. Like I, I, I don't yeah. mind. I know you say you don't like color and tattoo. I like color and tattoo. Yeah, I, I, I don't mind that way at all. It's the placements of the tattoos that are. I don't like face tattoos in general. Neck tattoos. Yeah, are six nine. Shout out six nine. <laughs> Neck tattoos are grand as long as you have you know other tattoos that sl- match up. Yeah, but. Yeah. your entire chest or your sleeve running yeah. into it or something i mean it's still i mean i wouldn't do it but it looks better but this is giant color it's a big tattoo in color in american flag in election season it, i just think it's funny i i just it's, no i don't think it's funny i think it's sad <laughs> i actually think it like somebody needs to 
Oh, Cody, you gotta get this thing. You gotta get rid of it. Seriously, dude. It's terrible. It's, it's so big. Even if you get like a, a lasered, it's gonna leave massive scars. It's too big. Yeah. Like, it's gonna look, there's no way you can get away with that now. At least that big scar on his forehead now. So, you know, at least it'll match up. It'll match up. <laughs> this is an all time bad decision. This is terrible. I, I just, and he's the one of the guys. I've had my prompts at AEW. A lot of people have had. But Cody's always been like, yep. He's been fucking class. Everything he does turns to gold. I'm like, damn it, Cody. You fucking, you, you've pulled a Janela here. <laughs> what have you done? Speaking of Janela. What did he do? Now? Oh, the Walmart, Walmart guys. The Walmart guys oh. have announced for spring break. <laughs> well, to be fair, it's the clusterfuck. I mean, you can't yeah. get that. Even Cornette must understand that it's the clusterfuck. <laughs> um, can I go into something here? Bloodsport 3 and I yeah, thought great Bloodsport Bloodsport this is going to be great Moxley Barnett good times but what they've done is they have released two of my favourite brought two of my favourite things together this weird GCW Bloodsport show but they've done King of the Ring in Bloodsport one everything night. we wanted oh one night, one night tournament, tournament single elimination the tweet, Josh Barnett's Bloodsport 3 is here to bring you the highest level of professional wrestling. We present to you the Gotch Robinson Cup, an annual one-night tournament of some of the best in professional wrestling today, vying for the prestigious honour. That is going to be fucking incredible. Yeah, it will. So I'm assuming it'll be the one-night tournament, the King of the Ring type, you know, the round-robin tournament or whatever, and then the main event is Mox and uh, Barnett. Makes sense. Good times. Yeah, like the, that's the, my show of the weekend takeovers in trouble lads <laughs> this type of shoot style wrestling tournament though it's not like it's not the first one like actually speaking of Rian being over in Germany right now there's a tomorrow morning I think there's a Sunday morning there's the ambition tournament which is basically the same type of thing as a shoot style t- one day tournament so yeah you know it's those things are always great love, love one Yay. day tournaments yeah uh, I mean you take blood sport fits and it's the greatest thing in the history of professional wrestling <laughs> since WrestleMania 7 Ultimate Warrior Never and Macho, Man, Macho King and then oh you gotta watch it and then you bring King of the Definitely Ring watched last year's one Fitz I, I watched it anyway I don't know if you I, thought, I figured you were in the room you no. watched 14,000 hours of I wrestling lost true and I'm on my six true. days off for oh, Mania weekend this year Mania so weekend. I will do the same nice <laughs> uh, Re- Resident Evil 3 remake is out on the Friday I Got may have booked that day off <laughs> Now, look, do you know what? If that gets delayed, my plans are ruined because I've booked that Friday off and how, the week off afterwards. How big is it in China? That's the question of whether it'll get delayed, like James Bond. It's a jab. Oh, James Bond oh, just delayed because he didn't want his fucking box office ratings ruined by people not going. <laughs> oh yeah, that's it, and it's huge in China, so that's that's the whole reason. But video games, you play them at home, which you're fine to do. Yep. So. Yeah, you'll be good. And you can download them. Yep. Exactly. Self-quarantine. Sure, all you'd want is, I'm going to self-quarantine myself if this is still happening that weekend. <laughs> Sound. Two weeks off work. Not a bother. Kira, if I pretend to have coronavirus so I can play Resident Evil 3 for two weeks, will you back me up? Maybe don't talk about it on the internet. Don't talk about the internet. That's a solid point. Don't talk about it on the internet. Yeah, I know. It's too late now. We're live. Well, it's not like I can edit this. Done fucked up. Uh, so I'm pumped about Bloodsport X King of the Ring, as I've called it. Uh, Matt Hardy. Free uh, the delete. Free the delete. So I've been watching this since the start. I've been enjoying the hell out of it. Binged watch the other day, all of them. Yep. 
Same. It's good, isn't it? Half an hour like it doesn't exactly. I told you. You you (laughs) should have. You know, I know, but you you know, I've been keeping up with it. Um, So he posted a thing that this was supposed to end. He said originally the expedition of gold um, in TNA was supposed to end uh, in TNA, but it ended in WWE, and then this free the delete was supposed to end in WB and now it's going to end up in AEW so he did the whole uh, there was the latest episode of Being the Elite uh, where somebody calls Matt and Nick Jackson at the end and they need to go meet him straight away and then free the delete is that phone call and then we get to the end the, he has banished Zenith or no he what is it the Bucks of Youth are the last ones to banish Zenith or defeat Zenith and he calls on them Bucks of Youth I knew you'd come and they came. And here we have it. And, and they so came. We. The books of youth. <laughs> <laughs> Just took it to my veins! Broken Matt Hardy is back. Supposedly. Uh, potentially. Yeah, uh, with all this build-up, I don't think he's going to be the chosen or the... Exalted the, one. Exalted one. I, I think they, no. they can't do it now. Like, I think he comes in separately as his own thing. Yeah. I, I'll i throw my theory out. I think Jake the Snake is the exalted one. Mm. I think it's all part of the same story. I don't know. I, I, it's the way they're building the Jake the Snake thing. It sounds like he's just going to be like the speaker for Lance Archer. But I no, that is. Hold on, I get the picture. There was a great, you know, the Caesar or Caesar thing. Mm. So there's a, somebody's put this up, right? So I've, I've screenshotted the tweet. Jake called Cody Caesar. Caesar was betrayed on the Eyes of March. Uh, the Eyes of March is March fifteenth. Next show is Rochester, New York. Who is from Rochester? And it's Brody, Brody Lee, Lee. Uh, yeah. Luke Harper. So his, he's going to manage Luke Harper. That makes sense too, yeah. Um, I think maybe... Oh, I know I said Jake. Maybe Jake is the exalted one and his he is bringing in Brody Lee and that's the Dark Order. I don't... Cause he, what did he call them? The Dark Side, wasn't it? He did say the, the Dark Side. Yeah, he did say the Dark Side. Yeah. You can't, I mean, you can't use that because, I mean, Disney are going to sue you until you don't have pants anymore. <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, I like um, having pants. <laughs> well, you can't now because Jake the Snake has just ruined it on everyone. But we take I know a I, to appreciate how good Jake was. I was, yeah, I was about to say. Oh, I, know, I know we haven't gotten to, to Dynamite secondly yet, but I don't think we will, Nick. No. I think we'll be picking topics at this stage. True. It's quarter past one. But quarter that, past one. It's an hour and fifteen minutes in. I <laughs> that promo oh. was so like just even just the at the end, the closing of it, the whole. Uh, I, I I was told never, never to turn my back on people I respect or people I fear turn back and walk away and and oh, so it was good. so good because he threw the mic and Cody caught it as well oh <laughs> good lord it's like if that was an NWA but like how many takes did that take you know you'd be like that's a tape show that was amazing mm-hmm. um, but so where do we land on so you've got uh, Luke Harper Brody Lee we'll call him um, you got Lance Archer which Jesus they sound a bit similar and Matt Hardy, Broken Matt, or whatever the new version of Broken Matt is. Broken, um, Woken, Soaken Whatever Matt? it is. <laughs> Soaken Matt. Oh, you've seen those bits. At, <laughs> those bits from the throne. I'm going to be choking Matt Hardy. <laughs> there was there was Token Matt Hardy as well, the stoner character. Um, please indulge. Oh. I would like to please indulge. I can't wait to have Matt Hardy back. Um, so where, where are you going is it is it any of those three or is it none of them I feel like it'll be well, a wild card now at this point Britt Baker 
Oh, oh Christ. <laughs> Go on. I mean, they finally rehabilitated the Dark Order. Don't sink them. It'll, it'll, it'll be, you know, Deathmatch Legend Luther. They need something for him to do. They I, should totally do that. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> they should completely do that. It's going to be Christopher Daniels. Yeah, right. It, it makes sense as well if you do do Daniels. Oh, it was me, Austin. I, it was me all along. That's what I did see. I saw it on the clip. It was from the pre-show or something where they had uh, Christopher Daniels come out in the Vince McMahon higher power gear oh, yeah. Yeah. where he had the thing. Genius. Loved it. That was very funny. So do you reckon it will be him? I just burped into a microphone. I'm, I'm sorry. Whatever. Well, they have the whole the, the, the guys trust him fully again now. So the I think this is when, you know, you do the swerve now that they're yeah, back. Yeah, it's okay. He's all fine again now. Like, nope. <laughs> oh. So, yeah, we'll see. I, I, the, the fact that we don't know now, whereas before we're like, okay, yeah, it's definitely about Hardy or it's, de- it's definitely going to be uh, Marty Scarl. At least now there's intrigue. We don't know who it's going to be. There's a lot of people debuting soon. And, you know, it's it's up in the air. It's, like, it's what you need. I totally forgot about the Marty Scarl thing. He was the, that was literally, he was the Dark Order. That yeah. was the storyline because he they left him behind in Ring of Honor. That was the story. Mm. And they were like, right, we'll make it be Broken Matt Hardy. No, I think maybe it made so much sense that everybody who watches the show decided it was Matt Hardy. Could have been, yeah. So, I don't know. The internet does uh, like guessing these things. Sure do. Gordo has reminded me in the chat that we have to do Elimination predi- elimination Chamber predictions. I forgot that pay-per-view. I forgot that pay-per-view was this weekend. I don't, I don't think we need to fuck it. Like, we'll do it, we'll do it in our spreadsheet, you know, I'll win like it. Yeah. This week where I, I cleaned the sweep, got a clean sweep of what guy we're We'll do it at the very end. We'll do a very quick one. Yeah, we won't man. go around and fucking war and peace on it or whatever, but um, what else is going on? I don't know. Smackdown Mania booking. I think we should take two seconds. On oh that. yeah, because this I was AIDS. Down. This was absolute AIDS when I watched this back. Yes. Okay. Up. So John, go on. Do you want to do it or will I do it? We we'll both do it. Yeah, go for it. Okay. So John Cena comes out on Friday Night SmackDown. Cena's come out to bow out of Mania. Uh, WrestleMania must go on without John Cena. He says it's time for the future. WrestleMania spots must be earned, not demanded. The Fiend rolling lights out shit starts. And then The Fiend comes out as Cena is doing his uh, military pose and saluting people on the ramp. The Fiend comes out and points to the WrestleMania sign. For the love of fuck. And then demands a match with John. And John accepts by doing the little tip of the cap. Earned, not demanded. So Cena is not taking up any spots because they should be earned, not demanded. The Fiend comes out, demands a match, and Cena accepts. And there you have. The whole promo is about being earned, not demanded, and they literally did exactly the opposite of it five seconds later. Fuck me. And Fiend, for some reason, just doesn't attack Cena, despite that being his whole thing that he does when he does. He's the only one he's never done it to, Nick. The only one. And he's John Cena. He's the guy you could get a lot of sympathy on. I, I, I... People are over the, the, the giant golden shovel of John Cena. People love Cena now. People, it's great to have him back. I was I loved him when his music hit. Yeah. I was like, oh, great. John's back. Good times. Now, you knew when he said he's not going to be at WrestleMania, it was, you know, he was going to be at WrestleMania. <laughs> but it was just the way they, the, the promo made no sense considering what they did right after Fitz. It was just fucking AIDS. Like, it's just the where, writing what? quality is so bad. We're a month away from WrestleMania, so you've got time to actually... Tell a bit of a story with this. You don't just fucking pull your pants down and whip one out straight away. You know, you got to put a bit of foreplay into it. 
Well, like you could have had that exact promo that Cena gave, said, you know, I, I'm not wrestling in WrestleMania, it's not for me, the guys have been here, they've earned it all year, uh, and go, you know, leave, leave it at that, let the crowd be disappointed, John Cena's not going to be at WrestleMania, but then have the Fiend do some weird bastard magic over the next couple of weeks and torment him into accepting a match. Why does it have to be such a basic and simple thing as, I point at sign, you tip your hat, now we got match. Yay, happy days. Or even like even when Ludwig Zaxson, as you said, their face so he's walking off, you know, crowd is probably just have a little flash up on the screen or something. You know the things he used to do when yeah. he was starting virtual. Yeah. Just to kind of give the hint. Like you don't yeah. need to, yeah, you don't need to pull the trigger. Admittedly, God knows how long, how many times Cena's going to be here. We now Mania. Maybe we thought, right, let's get this sorted now. So technically you could just go straight to Mania with this. You don't need to do anything else. But, yeah, but that was the whole, yeah. whole problem with the hotshot booking is that they decided to go with Goldberg and Roman instead of the fiend in roman so they had to pull all this off in 24 hours because yeah. you know they made that decision they made that decision in saudi arabia i'm convinced of it I'm there's not. no fucking way they decided months ago that goldberg and roman reigns is the main event of wrestlemania there's uh, no fucking way they well look we, we, we shit on him uh, rightfully when he's wrong but Meltzer called this weeks ago yeah he, he called these two matches weeks ago but we didn't know which match had this had the strap on it which match had the belt uh i think 90 percent of people would have been guessing that Cena was putting the fiend over while the fiend was champion at mania i think most people would have thought that knowing that these two matches were coming down the line and you could have had goldberg and roman reigns in a spear off but like it the both of those matches were just given away for free on the one show with no build-up, no story, no explanation. And you're just supposed to go, okay, that makes sense. I'm happy now. Fuck that. Neither of them should be anywhere near the top of the card at WrestleMania. And I would have much preferred Roman Reigns beating The Fiend for the title at WrestleMania and then having Cena and Goldberg doing something. Yeah. Well, the problem I would have much is, preferred that. The problem with Reigns and, and Fiend is you've booked yourself into a hole. And they do this so many times. First off, the Fiend should never have been anywhere near the belt. We, I think we yep, all yeah, agree well, with that's, that. That's, yeah, it's a moot point at this point. Why does he want the belt fits? He doesn't. He just wants to take souls. Because he can. Because he can. So he then, could. could. So when he had the belt and you wanted to say, okay, we want to put the belt back on Roman, you can't have Roman take the belt off the Fiend at WrestleMania or you'll have fucking Lesnar Reigns part fucking 17 where Reigns get booed, gets booed out of the building. So then they're like, oh shit, we realize we can't do this again. What can we do to change it up? Enter Goldberg. Because that makes everything better. Fuck it, it'll mean that. Roman won't get booed or potentially won't That's get it. booed. They're going yeah. to yeah. sell this story that Roman is saving the belt from another old part-timer. And he'll get they cheered. did it with fucking Lesnar last year. Yeah. That was the whole story with Rollins and Lesnar and then Roman and Lesnar before that. Yeah. Just tired old shit. Wash, rinse, repeat. <laughs> yep. And then, right, right, there was the other one. There was the other one. So Drew, uh, Drew McIntyre, Drew Reigns, I already said. Oh, <laughs> foreshadowing. Uh, Drew McIntyre had to win the Royal Rumble. Charlotte had to win the Royal Rumble. Shayna will win the Elimination Chamber, and she had to take a literal bite out of Becky's, mm-hmm. uh, Becky's neck. Roman just shows up and says he's next and gets a title shot against Goldberg. Yeah. What? Why isn't this in logical terms? Why does he get a title shot? It's not as if there's an Elimination Chamber pay-per-view coming up in two days' time in which he could have won that. Exactly. Well, there's no match for that, but yeah, like there's only the 
you can't put it they cancelled it they cancelled it they cancelled it fuck that no they cancelled the oh, elimination yeah, chamber she, match Seamus announced Seamus had it. said it yeah so they cancelled the match then they come and shot fired this fucking tag team one which is an abomination anyway because tag teams shouldn't be in a fucking elimination chamber because it's bollocks ah the last the Hell in the Cell they did was really good no it what wasn't it? ah it was it was alright <laughs> but the elimination right. chamber is different it's yeah everyone in a pod crowd in fuck it throw them all in can we have a rumble chamber I wouldn't mind that <laughs> fuck it <laughs> why not just two two big matches paid oh. off or given away with no payoff it, it it's the most in- Smackdown is terrible it's dude. so it's insulting awful it absolutely is absolutely <sighs> is dear lord and but, fucking twitchy McTwitchers and Goldberg like what the fuck was up with that <laughs> it's alright guys oh. on tonight's Smackdown the NWR are appearing on Moment of Bliss <sighs> all of them well, like all of them that are being inducted, I think. Let me double check. Are they going to be there via video conference again? <sighs> oh, you're going to have Hulk Hogan, no Hogan. Kevin Nash. No so Hogan. Nash. So the, the Outsiders and, and Six Pack. Yeah. On the moment of bliss. Yeah. I, I wonder. Oh, my goodness. The fucking execs in Fox must be fucking ripping their hair out at this bullshit. Is this like this is real life? This is this is the thing that's happening. Oh, this is happening. Yeah, this isn't just me making shit up. This is happening tonight. This is a thing. Uh, I. I don't think you can preemptively give it. (laughs) I think we can, Nicholas. I think we can. Oh, there's a gauntlet match as well for the tag teams. What what's the benefit? Oh, whoever finishes first gets or the last for the yeah yeah. Oh, I need oh Jesus Christ! I'm gonna turn it off because I'm gonna start awarding lads things. No, look, we have to see how bad it is before we can vote. But I think it, it, I don't think we do. We just have to. I think you've it. We have it on the script for next week as an automatic nomination. Yeah, I think it's in there. I think you got a moment of bliss. You're already at 90%. It's going to be shite. <laughs> and, oh, man. Jesus. Um, Orton, can we can we go back? Can we go from the, the absolutely ridiculous to the sublime? Am I alone in thinking the Orton and Beth Phoenix thing was amazing? Dragged on a little too long, but no, I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And, and yeah. I know, like, one RKO has taken Beth out of, like, NXT and everything this week. But still... Loved it. It was great. I hated yeah. that. Um, I hated it, that part, the oversell of the RKO, but everything yeah. other than that was perfection. But but that was the thing. It was that they, they did like, literally, it's going to be an awful thing to say, lads. I feel bad even saying it. It was like Owen Hart had fallen from the ceiling. All right. Ooh, they had... Fuck me. Yeah. You can't just throw that they, out there. I can, I'm telling you, because something what? had gone wrong in the show. The way they sold this was that something had gone wrong in the show. If you watch it back, they panned the crowd with the shitty shots of the crowd. And then they cut away from the ring and they moved the camera around the ring and back to the announcers. And the announcers were like, oh my God, Princess Diana was just killed in a tunnel in Paris. <laughs> that was the way they sold oh it. Oh my God. Uh, it was incredible. The way the camera shot... Hurricane coming oh, down and everyone. And, uh, yep. And the Major Brothers, that was a nice yeah, little touch. Yeah, like the that. Major Brothers were out there. The Edgeheads. And the attitude, yeah. And then you had the Ruthless Aggression type guys, the Rey Mysterio and R-Truth. 
It was it was perfect. It was so good. So the story was that Orton is nineteen. He goes to see a WWE live show in St. Louis. Uh, he goes backstage. Uh, Edge comes up and he shows respect to Cowboy Bob Orton. Orton and it's like, oh my god, my my son's going to be in. <laughs> Cowboy Bob Orton was like, oh my god, my son's going to be in the business. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, so Edge takes him on the wing. He pulled him back from the brink, and it just went pure wrestling. As well, it was just like I meant. If I had more time, I would have done the you know the South Park thing where they go watching the wrestling, mm. and then they have intermission with the little pink wine and everything. It was like <laughs> they took his dog, um, but yeah, they how you know he loves him more than Beth ever could, and he did it because he loves what was it Ruby and Lyric yep. were the kids' names or something, um, and that she's an enabler. And then he put him out before yeah. somebody else like him did it. I love and when then, flawed logic oh, makes so sense. So good, yeah. Heel logic, yeah. Total and heel logic. When you when you hear the heel logic and you're thinking, okay, I can actually understand your train of thought here, and it doesn't make complete bollocks. I like that. But here's a question: and he blame he blame Beth for it. That was the best part about it. That he loved him more than Beth does. That was the whole thing. Yep. He blamed her for this. Here's Brilliant. An important question for you, right? Go on. Should this main event WrestleMania? Oh. Talk to me a week before. Ma- talk to me on the go home show for Mania. Yeah, we have to see how the, how this play is going forward. I think to, to make that call. Edge is not good at keeping things hot. Mm-hmm. Edge is confirmed for Raw this week. Yeah, they announced Edge no. for Raw this week, which they shouldn't have done, I think. No. You know. And it's 316 day, so you've got Austin as well. That's I thought the what they were going to do. Week? Is it. No, that's next Monday, isn't it? No, because it's like the 9th or 7th now. Yeah. Is it? Oh, apologies. Sorry. I don't know what day it is. Oh, today's Friday. Never mind. I don't know. <laughs> um, I thought what they were doing was to have Beth come out and say, Edge, he's not coming back. And then Edge would come in through the crowd and Ed, or he hit a spear out of nowhere. I thought that was the whole thing. And mm. that's how I got completely swerved by it. Because I thought it's too obvious mm. that he RKO's Beth and it's going to be terrible. But it was brilliant. Yeah. It was really good. I think right now... The other big moment from Rado. Ricochet. Rowan's reveal. <laughs> oh. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh. It's a spider. It's, it's a spider to- ordered fresh from Wish.com. Oh, my God. It started in November 2019. It took four months. Four months it took. Give him his that papers was a spider. now. Release him. Get get rid of him. Yeah. It's time to go. Seriously, you, he, they killed him. You, whatever the him whatever something. Eric Rowan's real name is, that guy needs. To, he, you need to free this guy. He's done. You you've killed him, him with everything you've given to him. You give him something interesting. People were actually a little bit interested in it, and they managed to drag it out to a point where people lost interest. People didn't give a fuck anymore, and because of that, they're like, "Oh, the anonymous raw general manager, Hornswoggle. Uh, uh, he's under the ring." It's exactly the, just the classic WWE playbook. They think of a concept. They think, okay, that might work. And when people actually start getting interested in it, they just fucking shit the bed with it. Yeah, 100%. Like, they, they haven't even had him, like, do much. You know, like, he was doing the bit for a while where he's putting his hand in and it's coming out bloody exactly. and all. And yeah. just stop doing that too. And then it's backstage, a backstage segment to reveal the fake-looking giant yeah. tarantula. Yeah. I think it's when they fed him to Alistair Black. I think that's when they kind of really kind of just flicked like, the switch nah, and said, right, done. Yeah. yeah, because he was beating jobbers the whole time. Like you said, he was getting the bloody hand, and that was a nice visual on screen where you know you had the was it the 
the skull choke slam thing that he does mm. and you had the blood on the head it was just that was a really cool visual and that was getting over people were genuinely interested it was a building a bit of anticipation but then as soon as he lost the first time to Alistair Black I was like oh okay well guess this is done now <laughs> and then the whole No Way Jose backstage oh my god that was fucking AIDS AIDS I was like good shit like because of the history they have of blowing off these things, it should have just been Hornswoggle. Yeah, just like, have Hornswoggle in the cage. Like fuck it, he'd, he'd squeeze him in. Allah, he's he need to lose a little bit of weight, but he'd squeeze him in there, get him yeah. in there. Oh, God. oh yeah. Um, do we want to uh, put the music on for this, or is it do we? Is it so non-caring that it doesn't even matter? What was this now, Ricochet? No, no, no the 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 spider. Oh, the spot. Oh, uh, well, it depends. Is somebody nominating it? That's what it all comes down to. What's the rainy champion? I don't know. It is the Nightmare Collective. Oh, oh yeah. I don't. Oh, I don't. Tough I don't one. think it's going to be that. So yeah, it's not bothering. <laughs> yeah, it was no, just more disappointing than bad. Nah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Street Profits won the tag titles. Meh. Yeah, it was good. It was their last chance ever. Apparently. What was the phrase they used? Now or never. Now or never. Now or never. Yeah. That I, they didn't explain. And then they get a rematch yeah. straight away at Elimination Chamber. Yeah. Oh, that's another thing I want to talk about in SmackDown. Uh, Miz and Morrison won the titles at Sweet Saudi Money 5, Staying Alive. And they lost the next match. They lost the next night on SmackDown to the Usos. Why? Why? It makes no sense. They have a new move, the Canadian Destroyer into the Uso Splash. It was kind of cool. The tag team finisher stuff was cool. Mm-hmm. But why did the new tag champs lose to the Usos the next night? It makes no fucking sense. The Usos are so hot right now. They're oozy hot. So hot right now. I don't know. Do you see Drew the... and Brock was good. Drew and Brock was good. I enjoyed yeah, that. It was good. The, open row, the opening and close of Raw were both fucking great. Pick up the belt. Pick up the belt. Everything. Yeah, yeah. Everything in between was truly so, god awful. You, you want to talk about Ricochet then? Is Ricochet. Vinny Mac is done with him? Whose cornflakes did he piss in? Because <laughs> he went in and he had zero off- offense against Brock. Whereas in every other filler Brock Lesnar pay-per-view match against smaller guys, Balor, uh, Brian, the list goes on. He's Kofi Kingston. Well, apart from Kofi. <laughs> but you know, who did he have? He had Brian... Balor, AJ. AJ, you know, there was some amazing matches there. Ricochet, you thought, oh man, he's going to bump like fuck for Brock. And he's going to be some great spots. He did. For him doing minutes. dives and flips, but he never hit a single up piece of offense. But he never had any offense done. Yeah. So then he comes out on Raw for a schedule. I don't know if I like this 24-7 title having an actual hated, match crack. Hated, hated. Like, it was, it should, it you was fine the one time they did it when Shane like suspended the Ex- rules for the one time, but other than that, it makes For Elias that yeah. time. Yeah, the hardcore title match made a little more sense because the hardcore title had matches. They had hardcore matches, but could also be won as 24-7. This is specifically 24-7. I don't get it. Anyway, Riddick Moss, um, who, you know, I guarantee you Rory's listening has never heard of this guy. (laughs) Unless he had, I guarantee it, there's a lot of people that haven't. Um, Apparently, he's he's big. Finn Balor's big on him. Owens and Zayn apparently are big on him. He's been in the PC for five years or some shit. Yeah, he was team with Tito Sabatelli. Oh, Tito, Tino Sabatelli. That, yeah. that guy, he was team with him he was before. Just back from injury. Way. 
Hey, um, so 24-7 match, an actual match, and Ricochet loses to this guy who showed up on Raw two weeks ago as as uh, Mojo Raleigh's heater. Offensive Who failed. Yep. He failed at being the heater in it. In the first night he made him his heater, or the second night or whatever it was. This is the level. Mm. So Moss, as Paddy's after saying in the chat there, Moss looked pretty good, and he did. However, it didn't need to do us the ricochet. Could anyone else on the fucking anybody roster? else? Well, that ties into the belief that Big Dave pushed out there this week that Vinnie Mac is uh, is done with ricochet. There's also a belief that he's done with Shayna already. Yeah, not decided. I don't think he's. Uh, I don't think he's given the verdict on it. But obviously, like they they, they can't do a bit. So it, that match is booked for Mania. The only way they're going to you do cannot not. You cannot not give Shayna Baszler Becky Lynch at WrestleMania now. The only, the only thing you could do tonight. is do Asuka Becky again because you know it's going to be a good match. It's the only other thing mm-hmm. you can do if you want to make it audible. I'd say triple threat. I don't see them doing it though. I think Biggie's, he kind of they've built a story here now with the Shayna thing. I think obviously the, the match this week wasn't amazing between her and Kyrie for some reason it just didn't click whereas they've had great matches before I think it could just who was nerves. the agent Nikki that's the question that's what I'd ask who the fuck is agent also, who was agenting the match also this was Shayna's first proper match on Raw so probably a bit of nerves there as well so you know it's maybe it's hard to tell I put I mean she was the champion for what two years or something yeah she she was at the Barclays Centre she was all these huge places what she main evented what 10,000 seater stadiums before mm, yeah Maybe it was, or maybe someone got in her ear and was badgering her all day or something. But Shayna, Shayna Baszler is a fucking animal, and she's absolutely fantastic in the ring. Yep. If he is, if he's checking out on Ricochet and Shayna Baszler, he has to go. There's no more of this, oh, when will he go? Maybe he won't go till he dies. If he doesn't see anything in either of those two people, there's something very, very wrong. Apparently one of the people at the concessions for the XFL, for the Vipers... Tampa Bay Vipers and XFL has coronavirus it's been confirmed so maybe that'll pass along the train and get the vids and it'll be off for oh. a while oh, dear lord he's been out for a long time <laughs> we're not wishing death on Vince here but I mean I'm sure Ricochet does um, uh, what are your thoughts on Becky McGregor she's going full McGregor now I mean she was full McGregor a year ago I'd argue oh no 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 since not wearing the coat and the glasses and shit though. not in the, <laughs> yeah, yeah. the last two weeks when she do, when's her cocaine phase <laughs> yeah. she, she fucking might be on the coke that would explain a lot <laughs> um, she's had the title Becky's coming up on a year yeah as the champion now now did you see the picture Cain Velasquez posted no, on Twitter during uh, the week him and uh, a certain Ronda yeah. Rousey in WWE HQ in Titan Towers mm. the, the two boys so Ronda they obviously have something Ronda I assume Raw after Mania Kane maybe I don't know what Kane is doing there he's a knee injury and he's mild, he's years away for being ready for a WWE um, please give me Ronda please give me Ronda mm. back I need Ronda Rousey I reckon I need Ronda Rousey in my life I reckon we see Rousey Mania weekend whether it's after the match at Mania or on Raw I reckon She's at there at Mania weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, the rumor is that there's um, an NXT title match on the Mania card. That's not a rumor. They've confirmed that. No, no. As in NXT. Okay, NXT NXT men's. I should say. Oh, he he's gone full woke. He's already still calling it. Yeah, exactly. They've already the men's title is on it. They've already started calling it back as the women's title again. What if they're so obsessed with uh, Rhea Ripley that they have Rhea beat Charlotte? 
and then Ronda Rousey comes out at Mania and they do this on the Mania card there's already 36 matches on the Mania card but what if it's Ronda Rhea Ripley next NXT title Ronda Rousey shows up on USA on Wednesday nights <laughs> as the NXT champion I, I don't and fuck you Cody and Tony Khan <laughs> I mean that's what I'd do i straight up yeah, do it because you know Brock won't do it though. I mean, I want the war, Nick. Don't we want the war? Can't we have a little well, war? Well, the fact that most of the show we haven't actually talked about the war this week. I think it's many a season. Yeah, like, there weren't. But, like, it's many a season. I think maybe we, we will do our AEW and NXT stuff, but I don't think it should be the focal point as it was for the last six months yeah. or four months or whatever. I think many a season is going to take a little more precedence. True. Am I crazy? No, no, I agree. I agree. Actually, the way you kind of phrase that just kind of put a light bulb off in my head. NXT has been bland for about three or four weeks now. I'm wondering yeah. if that's almost intentional. In WWE logic, I'm using not. I'm not talking normal logic here. I'm talking WWE logic. Are you, are you, are you telling me Ronda's back? No, no, that's definitely not what I'm Damn saying. Damn it. <laughs> I think that they're possibly cooling NXT with the, the belief or the attempt that, in contrast, the, the main roster, because yes, it's still the main roster, Nick, go fuck yourself, is going to look better the branding the official thing uh, I, 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 <laughs> I would not be surprised if they did that you know Raw looks better as a result of NXT not being as good as it was two months ago I still think they're trying though I mean they had like two cage matches this week with, with cool finishes yeah, and stuff the finish for the big storylines and stuff the finish for the women yeah it was genius so tell the story good. Nick so they do the whole what's her, Reina, what's her name? R- 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 Raquel Gonzalez. Raquel Gonzalez. She's a ringside for the, the Dakota Kai versus uh, Tegan Knox match. She tries to get involved. The door gets slammed on uh, Dakota Kai uh, as she's trying to get out. Uh, Tegan Knox is climbing down. She's the one that kicks the door in on Dakota Kai. Reina Gonzalez or Raquel Gonzalez grabs the door and pins Tegan Knox to the cage with the door as Dakota Kai climbs out the door. I hate the door in a cage match, but that's how you use yeah. the door correctly. It was a good way to go around it, yeah. It was good. It was like Kofi last year where we decided no one can ever win a cage match now. They've ruined the door <laughs> because Kofi literally dove through the middle rope and landed on the outside. Yeah. And it was genius. It was a great way yep. to do it. Uh, the um, men's one then finished with the tease for what likely the Mania weekend match for the NXT title is, which is Velveteen Dream versus Adam Cole. Oh, I think that's there. that's where you pull the trigger. You get the title off Cole. It's time. I don't know. Dream hasn't been great since he came back. It's been very iffy. He hasn't. But I think it's time. I think they need to get the belt off Cole. And I think it's time you, you need to put the Undisputed Era out of NXT. You need to move them up. Mm. I mean, what more can they and do? He's the only one left with a belt, so it would make sense. Yeah. And that's the end of... I think that has to be it. Now, Cole, we've talked about a hundred times, is a tiny, tiny man. And I don't know how it's going to work on Raw or SmackDown. In a faction, it He's probably gone. won't be too bad, though. As long as they keep the faction Maybe. together. With, you know, Vince will Vince, factions. Will Vince sees his arms. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> He's a small guy. Like I, He just looks so minuscule compared to anyone else that's going to be on. If you put Braun Strowman next to Adam Cole. Do you know what I mean? Or even Elias. I don't know. It's going to look weird, but I think it's time. They have to get them out of NXT, I think. Yeah, I think it's time. It'll freshen it up. There's nothing you can do with them now. Maybe you do... So you'll have Finn Balor, Walter. Um, Is the question, do they do that at TakeOver or do they hold out till TakeOver Dublin? 
Probably uh, Dublin. NXT, and I UK think take over Dublin. UK take over Dublin. Nobody's calling it. There'll be a lot of butthurt people in that arena going, no, 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 call it something else. We'll still be there in the arena going, no, stop calling it what you're calling it. I know we're already here, but you can't do it. You cannot say the words UK take over Dublin. Save oh, dear Lord. And it's hands off Fitz. again. The tan is at it. <laughs> um, I assume Balor wins the UK title. I'm thinking maybe they do something crazy there. I, I, I don't. Think, I think they'll have Walter with, retain that. I don't think they're going to give Balor the UK title. Like you're, See, you're probably. Gonna I don't think it. you beat Balor. I don't think they're beating Balor anytime soon. Uh, but you have, you're going to have a big Jordan Devlin cruiserweight match at that show as well. That's probably going to be the Irish pop. Yeah. No, I I think um, Valkyrie's going to be there as well. Oh, I, reckon, I think yeah, that's the only reason. Yeah, yeah. Win the title match too. Uh, question is now do they side more than hype to give it a full sweep here to get them get the tag titles oh man <laughs> I mean they'll have the to kings, be Mustache yeah. Mountain the kings, next the weekend kings are more than hype. they'll book Tyler Bate yeah. but he won't show up <laughs> I know oh by the way uh, it, it's part of my uh, smooth jimmies for later on <laughs> uh, what day does Tyler Bate pull out this week <laughs> Wednesday is that your lock of the let's week? do it now you do it close yeah, yeah, you uh, leave it right till the end I think it's Friday job Friday next week job you know so yeah okay let's throw it in we need an official smooth jimmy's lock of the week of the actual week what day does Tyler Bate pull out of scrapper mania I'm going Friday I'm going Thursday I'd say we don't find out until Saturday oh that's well. the worst when they do that Mm. But it, it's worse yeah. unless they have someone already brought in. So they do have someone where they have someone as a surprise that they, mm. they knew about it, but they don't announce it until today because they have a good surprise. But, but do they sure? vacate the titles or what happens Traditionally, to... Traditionally, it's be... been Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne won the titles with them. So if they could get Pete yeah. Dunne in a replacement, that's valid. Wildcard, bitches. Mm-hmm. Although what about <sighs> this new rule supposedly that WWE have brought in that WWE talent are not allowed to participate in events that also share AEW stars. That's not including the NXT UK roster. That's a specific WWE. So that's <laughs> like signings and shit. And everyone going to Scrapper May next week was like, shut up, Fitz. Shut <laughs> up. <laughs> Man, I, there's a, a convention happening in Liverpool next month. Uh, coincidentally, the same weekend that myself, Gordo and Nolan are over there. And the convention over there has an unbelievably stacked... That's a good lineup. Um, I sent it on to the group and I'll post it out on Twitter later as well. But there's about 40 talents that are on that card. Uh, let me just look at it quickly here. Uh, you've got Goldberg, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, Trish Stratus. Whoa, 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 whoa. Explain it. What is this? So it's for... for like a wrestling well, For the love of wrestling. Oh, okay. okay. Is the name of them. Um... So like I said, Goldberg, Shawn Michaels, Kurt Angle, Steiner Brothers, Dudley Boys, Raven, Kenny Omega, Million Dollar Ooh. Man, IR, Raven, Ted DiBiase Jr. Strange enough. Yeah. Um, Tugboat. Uh, Wait, it's funny that you said IRS and then Ted DiBiase Jr. <laughs> back to back there. Oh, there's, uh, sorry, two Ted DiBiases are there, senior and junior. Well, to TBD, if he can get out of the country. <laughs> He's also doing a, an inside the... No, Teddy Biasi is coming to Dublin. That's, Ireland, that's a Dublin thing, yeah. WrestleCon in May? This is there's, there's a WrestleCon being organized in Dublin, but there's also... He's a separate thing. He's coming to do... His, like, he has a movie coming out or something. So there's a meet and greet, and there's going to show ah. his movie. They're also organizing... How did he... F- how did he fund the movie? <laughs> he, yeah. 
Just <laughs> government <Nigeria>. donations. <laughs> this is a, this is a, a this is a federal charge. So allegedly, allegedly. I don't want any of that heat. Anyway, right. um, I ain't afraid of no ghosts. We're going quite long here. We give our our ratings for the thing, yeah. and then so um. Yeah, so AEW is 18.4 now, so they had uh, 906,000 viewers against 718 for NXT. Our score, oh my God, it's getting awful tight, lads. Uh, Our score is currently 10, uh, sorry, NXT 12, AEW 10. And I apologize, I abstain because I haven't seen the shows this week. I will be back next week, Kira. You've said that for the last I have to be back next week. No, Kira, (laughs) next Thursday, I need to watch NXT and AEW. No crown, no Princess Diana, no. <laughs> what's the other one you're watching? Cheer. It's about cheerleaders. Oh, actually, like yeah. Get yeah, it's not bad. I tell you what, it's not bad. It's not I bad. I know what you're watching. What's the other one? Steve, you dirty old man. Well, there's just tits in it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, people who are low of IQ. Do you remember your one that keeps bouncing on her head, and she did Met, and she posted. Uh, she was doing Met, and I believe she was a crack whore. Your face is a crack whore. And then um, <laughs> she had nudes leaked or something. So Where? she's a tit what? is what I was saying. She's a tit. She has tits. Oh, Morgan. Oh, Morgan. Nikki, you're watching it, right? I, I at least have watched all. I saw the odd episode here and there. Tell Lisa I, I I'm a fan of Morgan. And she should make Matt. She should make Matt. <laughs> you, do you want a spoiler on how old it ends? Because I don't know. <laughs> no, Nicholas. No, I don't want to know. I want to make sure that Morgan is the best of all the cheerleaders. Fitzy, Fitzy should watch it. Um, no. Anyways, <laughs> yeah, good call. Stay single forever, my friend. <laughs> Ever. Maybe I should watch. It. Uh, oh, she's the face on her now. No pizza for you unless you smile. Oh, she's worse now. She's worse now. <laughs> we move on. Don't tease her with food. <laughs> Just give her food. Uh, so AEW is currently at 10. I'm assuming I'm moving it to 11. I'm AEW this week yeah, anyway. I, I am pretty close. Yeah. They both weren't amazing, but they're both decent. Uh, I'd probably mm-hmm. tip AEW. Just the Jake the Jake the Snake stuff, I think, could have tipped mm-hmm. it over the edge for me. So I'll probably go AEW. Yeah, so Jesus Really Christ, interesting that the Soup guys thought that this was the most complete AEW Dynamite so far. And, and, and it was one that even you, she who needs help didn't quite enjoy. <laughs> Phoenix AEW. So yeah, so and it's I, an odd. And I said the same, and Nick's kind of touched on it there as well. I think if if I'm not kind of misquoting him, I I would I much preferred the Dynamite leading up to Revolution yep. rather than the this last one. Last three have been really solid. But I this, feel like this one was a bit of a step down, but it was, it was still good. It just wasn't as strong as the last few. This was a good post Dynamite. Because obviously they were selling the fact, you know, that Cody was pissed off with the lost MGF, that the that Kenny wasn't there, that Nick Jackson wasn't there, that uh, Matt was still suffering. You know, they were selling the effects of the show. Uh, but it started with a video package. Uh, then Moxie had the promo in the ring. It felt very rawish in terms of how the show actually started. So maybe I think that the Soup Boys are maybe kind of liking it for the fact that it's kind of it's familiar. You know, it's something that it's kind of the programming that they've been used to after watching WWE for the last two decades. Um, Maybe they just preferred it this week, though. It's possible. Um, like, the, I wouldn't have like if if I didn't know that the soup liked it, I would have thought that they wouldn't have liked it. Right. Okay. Because like the matches themselves were grand, 
possibly you know they did tweak certain things you know like there was a, a woman squash match where Big Swole squashed uh, Leva Bates uh, there was the Jake Hager tapping out uh, QT Marshall so there was there was little things where they tweaked it so there was shorter I, matches and kind of little things like that where they, the, the annoying parts before are not annoying anymore because they've kind of fixed the underlying problems can I jump in on one thing so will you remember the match by match segment by segment rundown for me if I if if I say this sentence uh, Twitter account with about 20,000 followers did the Spongebob meme you know the uh, the capital letters all over the place thing AEW is just XWWE guys and then it's like that argument doesn't hold any water anymore opening segment Jack Swagger Dean Ambrose Chris Jericho next segment was help me out I remember the results but you had uh, Neville later on in the show you had Goldust involved in the show Trent you had now this isn't including things like SCU where all of them were in WWE at one point but really didn't do anything established WWE people like Goldust like Swagger like Jericho Ambrose Mox whatever and it was just an odd day to post it because I saw that you know when you go onto Twitter the next day you're the most popular tweets show for you before you refresh the feed Mm. and I looked up the results and I was like but it was filled with lads and then there was a segment with uh, Sean Spears it was an odd one I, I, I just think some of them are crazy I like to get my shots in on the crazy people on Twitter every week <laughs> um, but can we do very quickly yeah. Elimination Chamber like predictions the, the more Fitz talked about the show this week I realise I actually probably prefer the NXT uh, <laughs> well that changes the that changes the result because Gordo said Gordo NXT in the chat NXT. I, was just, I was looking through the, the match list things you had posted in the group chat I was oh. like, no actually okay. I think I prefer NXT this week now the more I think of it so what are you saying? I'm going NXT. Fuck it, I'm changing. I'm flipping. Okay. I'm flipping, flopping. We're we're thirteen ten. Flipping and flopping. Thirteen ten rather than eleven twelve. If they don't get out of full sale, they won't be long before AEW AEW catches them anyway. So it's not the end of the world, Cody. Don't worry about it, Cody. You'll catch them. The one, okay, it's fine. The other than the change your tattoo, matches, laser. The one, the big things I did like about NXT this week was uh, the the new look of Chelsea Green. Big fan. Big fan. Oh yeah. Oh, I mean, we've been a follower of her career since Lucha Underground. But she's a new look now. It's fine. Check, I mean, check. it's, it's still Chelsea Green. She has a new hat. <laughs> I'm after turning my phone off because I thought we are finished, but we're going to quickly, quickly rattle through it. Kira, do you want to do predictions for a pay-per-view nobody gives a shit about? Um, I'm going to do Kira's and mine together then. Andrade, you're going to go off names alone, I'd imagine. Andrade, Cien Almas, but not Cien Almas. Andrade, not Cien Almas. Versus... Versus Humberto Carrillo for the uh, whatever they're going for U.S. title. He she's going for Humberto. Humberto, I am not Humberto. going for Humberto because I reckon Andrade is retaining. Yeah, yes, Andrade. Everyone's against you, Kira. Um, notice qualification match: uh, Alistair Black versus AJ Styles. Kira, what is your thoughts? Alistair Black. Alistair Black. I mean, that's probably a good shout actually because I mean after what happened to him this week I think he gets his win back I'm going Alistair Black as well I'm going AJ because you need to build AJ for the match against Taker what if the shenanigans what if there's no contest I'm, I'm not sure no, always, no, no disqualification match Taker can interfere and beat up AJ mm. Alistair Black can pin him I'm still sticking with AJ I'm going alternative yeah, Gordo, theory here Gordos Gordos said the same in the chat I'm going to go Black to win mm-hmm. kind of out of nowhere to a degree and the club to beat him down 
and then you get the gong, take her out for the save, tag team match at Mania. I don't think you can beat Alistair Black two weeks in a row, essentially, after him being undefeated for months. Mm. I think he gets his win somehow here. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. see. We'll see. So clearly now that is the most interesting match of the <laughs> yep, night. It actually is. <laughs> <laughs> um, Kira, uh, new tag team champions. They won it on Raw. The fun, fun-loving, happy-go-lucky baby faces. The Street Profits, who like to drink nondescript alcohol from Red Cups, but we don't know it's alcohol. Could be tea, could be OJ, we don't know. Versus your good friend and mine, Seth Rollins, and his, and his buddy, Murphy, <laughs> for the tag team championships. Seth Rollins is the dickhead who injured your boy Fargo. Not Seth Rollins is the, is her prediction. I would also go with not Seth Rollins because I Rollins. can't understand why they would why they would put the titles on. Yeah, are we going? Are we all going not I Seth think Rollins? We're all going not Seth Rollins. Yeah. yeah, and his buddy Murphy. Perfect. Oh, what in the fuck is this? Oh, it's an elimination chamber. I can't, I didn't even know this was a thing. I'm sure you mentioned it earlier. Uh, elimination chamber match for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships, Kira. You have The Miz and John Morrison, who I'm sure you know very well, against The New Day, who I think you might actually know, versus The Usos, versus Otis and Tucker, versus The Lucha House Party, okay. versus Dolph Ziggler, okay, uh, versus Dolph Ziggler and Robert Roode. Which of those names do you remember as I said them? Um, Dolph, Dolph. <laughs> of all the people to be a winner you literally couldn't have picked a worse person the guy they ruined his career um, Dolph Lundgren yeah he made successful people like Ziggler is successful but unfortunately he's so good that he had to lose a lot because he's that good he puts people over She she's picking Dolph because he's like a dolphin that's her prediction. Dolph Ziggler to win a match on pay-per-view. Boys, your thoughts? Yeah. That's 2020, uh, not never. <laughs> uh, I reckon uh, retention, but I can also see the Usos day. I think because they beat the new tag team champions inexplicably on SmackDown this week, they retain in the chamber to get their heat back. Yep. It'll be down to them. I think that's the last two right there. Yeah. Usos and uh, Miz and Morrison. And that's, that's also the main match. match. Yeah, 100%. And I totally forgot the co-main as of Wikipedia is Kira. Intercontinental title match. Three-on-one handicap match. Big man, Braun Strowman, country strong. He's big, he likes guns. Stuff like that. But I mean, he's sound. He's actually Lifting weights and eating steaks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. As Fitz just said, he lifts weights and eats steaks. He's a big old country boy. Sound fella, very funny. Against uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. Ew. She doesn't like him. Uh, Cesaro. There, here's, don't here's know where him. it all changes. That's where it all changes now, Kara. First match in maybe a year. Not a year. That sounds insane. Six months at least. Six months. A very long time. Sami Zayn. She perked up now like a goldfish. <laughs> as if someone had dropped a few petals of food in the oh. top of the bowl and she's gone pop, 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 up to the top. You're riding tonight yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> you reminded me of a bowl where the fish is just swimming around waiting for you to come home from work. And then you drop a few pellets of little food on top of the water and the goldfish is like pop, 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 pop. such a townie. Yeah, yeah golf, townies like goldfish. It is what it is. We can't have pets in apartments, Kira. We need goldfish. <laughs> So I assume you're uh, Samuel Zane. She's going for it, 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 which, it's which would mean Nakamura and Cesaro would win those matches yeah. too. Who wins the title if the triple pins? Yeah, 
Whoever wins... Oh, but that could that could lead to a nice little four-way at WrestleMania then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Braun Strowman is going to win. Yes, he is. So. 100%. <laughs> <Relevant>. <laughs> and Sheamus, Sheamus will challenge but him the, or attack him The one question I have for this match, and it's the only bit of relevance I want to see, can Braun Strowman triple power slam them in one go? I think it's dangerous. Mm. I don't know if they would try that. Like, they're, they're not big men, like, to be fair. He probably could lift them. That's about, what, 600 pounds of stuff? He could probably do that. Oh, it's more... Uh, so there, yeah, well, maybe uh, yeah. Sammy's light enough, like yeah, true. Yeah, probably six hundred. Yeah, remember, right. remember John Cena Just did over a, an AA to Edge and Big Show once. Mm. Big Show, yeah. God bless Edge, the poor fucker. He got the worst oh, of that yeah. one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then you have main event. I assume Elimination uh, Chamber match for the Raw yeah, Women's Championship so. or, or a shot at the Raw Women's Championship. Natalia versus Liv Sarah okay, Logan. Natalia, no. <laughs> <laughs> versus Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler versus Asuka versus Ruby Riot versus Sarah Logan. So I'm going to discount Liv Morgan, Ruby Riot, and and uh, Sarah and Logan Natalia. straight away there. And Natalia. Yeah. And Natalia. So Shayna Baszler, Asuka. That's yeah. what it comes down and to. Baszler. And Baszler. I reckon they're sticking with Baszler. Yeah, I hope so. The rumors are shocking to me that they're not mm. pumped on Shayna Baszler. It shocks me. De- it shocks me deep. Yeah, no, I reckon dead air, dead air, Heeper. <laughs> so I, I looked at the camera. There. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, yeah, no, I, I reckon it has to be Shayna here. You, you can't when you've built this up like this, like switching to Oscar again now, considering they've just had like matches last couple of pay per views. I wouldn't put it past them, but I don't see it happening. Gordo makes a good point mm-hmm. in the in the chat there. He's like, uh, is it too much to ask for a shock returning Ember Moon? How close and is she? Paddy says yes. <laughs> now, ignoring the Ember Moon side of it, even though that class in its own right I think she's uh, Smackdown anyway ah, they don't give but a shit that. for returning you, people you, you do have an easy option for here because you've got one Shane as a, a wild card maverick who does what she wants she could easily take out anyone before the match and two you got Ruby Riot and the Riot Squad kind of bust up thing where Ruby could you know beat up Liv Morgan or Sarah Logan before the match and they're no longer able to participate so you, mm-hmm. you easily nice little story there. you could definitely have a surprise or two even a call up from NXT possibly Ronda. to fill the spot Yes, please, Ronda Rousey to return. For the love of Christ, come back, Ronda. You're badly missed. Where's Fitz gone? Fitz, <laughs> Fitz what happened? What did we do to you? Sorry. Um, His people need him. Give, 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 give me a few minutes, it'll go <laughs> He's away. He's returned to his own planet. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really funny, because whatever way you moved, your neck looked like you had a massive tattoo there. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Where did he go? Why do you think I'm wearing uh, the collar up right now? Ah, yeah. He's part of the Nightmare Collective or family. Yeah, Pad says to stop getting her collective hopes up and he's going to get, you know, yeah. the natty winning yeah. to challenge Becky at Mania. It's fine. Oh, God. AIDS. Oh. Actual AIDS. <laughs> Actual human AIDS from Magic Johnson. Oh, God. Oh, anyway. Actually, one plug I will give before you actually give the real plugs. Is do you know the way um, uh, Wrestling Soup created Soupbot? Mm-hmm. They have a new character this week. Oh, don't ruin it on me. Uh, I'll, I'll, oh, I'll, I'll just on. tell you the name. It's uh, Cody Suits. Uh, <laughs> oh God! Okay. And for some reason, it sounds like Bernie Mac. <laughs> okay, fantastic. Okay, I'm looking forward to that. I'm gonna listen to that tomorrow night. Kira, are you going to Ross Common tomorrow? Yes. Yeah, I'm listening to that tomorrow Great night. Perfect. Great day for the parish. She's only home and she's off again. Um, plugs. 
Gordo's not here because he's a bollocks. Did we kill him off this week? No, I think we forgot to. Ah, he's coronavirus. <laughs> he passed. Fitz um, passed it on. Fitz, Fitz got healthy, cleared up, but passed on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Fitz against all the odds. He John Cena type recovery. He recovered within a week, boop, not boop, two boop, weeks. Boop. <laughs> uh, we've got a load of drinking um, next week, so we're all getting it. God knows what the fuck's going to happen. Oh, it's, yeah, Fitz we need to talk about show. this. Fitz is a show night. Yeah, booth. we're going to talk about this. One man booth. So next week there'll be a change. So uh you'll find that next week or this week uh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and all your favorite podcast apps. We're also available on we've we've mentioned them three or four times tonight, uh on the Wrestling Soup Network. Um check out John, Joe, and Mish every week. I think they're live on Discord every Thursday night. I normally listen on Saturday night and play a few few games of PUBG. It's a good time. Um, all of the Soup Network podcasts we're on the Wrestling Soup Network to convolute this point and you'll find us there with loads of other shows um, and it's a good time sign up to there I don't know uh, Canvas Theory use code AWP for 10% off your entire order and they're shipping to the US now we've said this for weeks and months now they're shipped to the US and coming soon to Europe but when are they coming soon to Europe Nicholas other Nicholas tell me tales I know you listen to the show Tell me when you're going to be shipping to Europe so we can tell people when you're shipping to Europe because currently you're shipping to the US and it's been months. Should we get we'll, we'll uh, talking, Nick Canvas Theory? Yeah, we'll be, we'll be literally drinking with him next yeah. week. So will we get him on next Friday or next... Well, no, we can't do well that's where we talk about. Next week. We'll get him on next week for the preview for Scrapper Mania or something. Yeah. Um, I'm off Thursday night. I, I have my driving test next Thursday night off. So I'm free Thursday. Okay. I'm yeah I can do Thursday we may not have uh, Wednesday night war chat but we can do the show I next Thursday I should be able to get him but watched but I don't know what other people will okay. be okay uh, I'll check him out Fitz are you Fitz is not willing to wait up and watch one live though and he's right not when I work he doesn't want to be a zombie <laughs> Hell no. yeah I know he's right and he's right to do it fuck no uh, Gordo's working Thursday night yeah. shite we're gonna find a day next oh, yeah, week Gordo's working for me live. Yeah, that's why he's working Thursday night <laughs> <laughs> so let's do it that night fuck that guy um, we need to do the show we can't do the show next Friday night because it's a going away party for Nick and Gordo's manager and my former manager so we're going out with the pints now me and Fitz can do the show Friday night because I'm not going to a dinner or anything like that I'm just meeting you for pints we're afterwards. only meeting for pints we're not doing a dinner what time are pints? no idea I think we're starting about nine-ish I think is what okay, the so if I, before that. If me and Fitz did the show and, and if I'm off air by half eight, quarter to nine, it'll be an hour before it's edited, posted and tweeted and I can be in the shower and out and down the town by 10 o'clock. So that's the option. Yeah, let's, see, let's see how it goes. That's what, so we may be on next Friday night or we may be on a different night. Or we don't know yet. one man show talking about the rise and fall of Ireland under Champagne. That will not be happening. And uh, we can never happen. No, no, no. 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 It'd be worse than me. It'd be worse than me reviewing AEW Revolution, <laughs> which I'm sure is grand, but I'll decide for the laugh to go tabloid news on it. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, so we may or may not be on next Friday. We'll definitely be on a different night if we're not on Friday. Uh, what we could do is what I just said. We combine the two ideas. Me, you, and Nick Quinn. Do Friday. Good work. Could do Friday night. Let's see, see what he's like. Let's see, see what the plan is. We could do that. We could do that. But I, I'd, I'd like Nick and Gordo on for uh, Scrapper Mania chat as well. For though. the Irish Wrestling Roundup. 
with Nikki. Well, and we're going to talk about uh, the wrestling <laughs> up in Dublin. <laughs> well, there you go. Flashbacks. <laughs> we could. We could do something sinister, boys. We could record the Scrapper many a chat during the week and just play it on the show. I'm working on it. No one would know if. It doesn't matter. You've got a headset and nobody cares. It'll be fine. Uh, we we could do something along the lines of, well, we could do it. Are you off all weekend? Or yes. what's your story? We could record it this weekend. Nothing's going to change. Apart from Tyler Bates. <laughs> yeah. We'll preemptively, you know, well, Tyler Bates. Yeah, Tyler Bate didn't show up. Let's be <laughs> let's be non-specific about it. So Tyler Bate didn't show up or is pulled out of the show. We could do the pre-show or we could record that now over the weekend and uh, play it during our show at the end with me, Nick, and Fitz. And no one would suspect a thing we're live <laughs> on the internet. <laughs> so yeah, we could do that anyway. We'll see. We'll see. Plans. 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 Yeah plans i think we should try and do if there's any time people are free we do a live show with all of us doing scrapper many preview be a bit of crack we get five of us on or something yeah. but timing is going to be the problem there we'll see we'll see we'll see we've, we've anyway, been on for like two hours pe- so yeah <laughs> yeah fuck it time to go um outro new outro sorry ah. go fuck yourself i'm gonna have more time next kira am i gonna have more time next week no, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, She's got your uh, ripped tighter than fucking Stephanie McMahon has everyone else's. I wish it was that simple. <laughs> but it's not. Um, but anyways, uh, say good Smackdown all. Oh, no. Wait, oh. wait, we're not done. <gasps> we're not done. The last one, the last one. We're ready then. Smooth Jimmy's luck of the week. I don't know. It's going to be shite. I don't know. We, I don't know. Lock it away. I've got a good big one. Luck, all right. Go on. We get a tease tonight on SmackDown that Turkey was the one behind uh, Otis's mismatch. Ooh, it's a big lock, okay. all right. That's a big lock, all right. That is a big lock, all right. That's, Nick, do you have a lock? That's uh, going to my lock is, elimination chamber. Yeah, my lock is that the uh, moment of bliss tonight will be our new 24-7 champion next week. Ooh, it's a big lock, all right. It's one of the biggest locks we've ever had on Smooth Jimmy's Lock of the Week. Um, I don't know. Roman is going to beat that old ass Goldberg, part time and son of a bitch. But something. I have a very important question. What is a Goldberg? It's an old, old wooden ship used in the Civil War era. Perfect. Gotcha. And, and with that. 